being in the entertainment business is one thing, but being a professional athlete and proving yourself um, in a man's world is going to be highly competitive, and that's what I'm all about. With open arms, I, I went to Japan. They signed me to the first American contract ever in history, and then that's when the training started. What I did is took a little bit of the Japanese and kickboxing and kind of put it all together and kind of made Medusa original. M-A-D-U-S-A, made in the USA. It was, it was a hit in Japan, and if it wasn't for me going over there, I don't know where my career would be. But besides that, I mean, I've, ha I've held many titles. The AWA Women's title, the Japanese IWA title. I've held the WWF title. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm America's number one women's wrestler. And I had to fight almost 12 years to become that. Yeah, but like he was like, right. He was right. But he, like, <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a quote I once read uh, some writers say: if you wear a raincoat in the sun and then three minutes later it starts raining, you're not ahead of your time. You're a dickhead in a raincoat in the sun. <laughs> I like it, Opaque. That's a hard line. Na 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 na. Bam. It's it's. Uh, but I have, unironically, just been listening to Jerry Lee Lewis mostly. Uh, I've just decided that I don't care. Yeah, that's a good he's way great. to live, dude. He's fucking great. He's so he was a genius. He's yeah, just Jerry also, Lee Lewis like, literally, is a genius. Roman Polanski. He's also literally just like a satanic figure, like Louis C.K. Well, I, I can't say okay, that Roman Polanski right. like, or, or Louis C.K. or well, I'm sorry, Michelle. Let's draw a line here. Like, let's not compare like. Roman Polanski to Louis C.K. All right, no, like, I'm just on. trying to name artists that I like. There's nothing else going on here. <laughs> do you guys, sure. Uh, can we start the show? Or are we going to do the show? Yeah, we should. Yeah, we got to cut. Uh, uh, well, we don't have to cut it. that part. <laughs> no, we do, don't have to cut that. Do part. we want to start fresh, or do we want to just? Oh no! Uh, oh, see, now that you see, you couldn't. You, who said it? Any one of us could have said it. I didn't say what. I didn't say it. Who said what? Welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. And we are joined today by our guest. It's me. It's Misha. Yet again. <laughs> DDP. Misha. I thought you were going to do It's Me. It's Me. Uh, oh. It's me. It's me, me. Uh, but we we're also going to we're also going to constantly sing the Who's Medusa song. Did you actually watch the, the video? Oh no, I didn't. I did. I'm going to do that oh live on the air. I'm going to do it live on the. It's not a song. You should watch it though. I'll you, do it. In a you second. gotta watch it. We're going to get to that. It's a song, but I it's but I I'm not sure I call it musical. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh huh. It's a song, but it's not musical. It's like uh, Naked City. Nah, it's uh. Yes and different. no. Yes and no. Yes and no. It's <laughs> oh, uh, I all right. So podcast, yes, recording, yeah. All right, season two. What do you think about that? <laughs> season two of Wrestling is Gross. You know when podcasts do that? 
Oh, that's so silly. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, well, even sorry, if it's this just is like a silly well, fucking podcast. No. Well. Well. You know, we're doing like we're 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 breaking molds and such. Yeah. And when you bre- have to break molds, sometimes you have to do silly things, and that's fine. What is it? Uh, we're we're uh, what when in on Peep Show when she makes when she makes him dress up in blackface to have sex with him, she says she's like breaking taboos. That's kind of what we're doing. Anybody? I'm so <laughs> glad I don't pay attention to the British. Yeah, they're pretty. Uh, let's see here. All right, all right. Per- Medusa performs. Who's Medusa? Um, I have a. Okay, here we go. Does that pick up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right. I'm always surprised how well this works out. Oh, she's in the ring singing this. Yeah. All right, so we're not going to sync up on this. Okay. So, we're doing an episode. (laughs) This time, we return for season two premiere to talk about Deuce, Medusa Michelli is it Michelli? Michelli, Medusa yeah. Michelli. What's AKA her real name? Deborah Michelli. Deborah Michelli. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I, I feel like this is probably doing her the raw is doing her dirty, but she's got a great jacket on. She does look great. I'll say this. So, what year is this that she's singing a pop song in? What is this? Cork and Hall. I'm going to say this is 90, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Makes sense. And it is Cork, and yeah. Yeah. And she looks great. I mean, she sounds... She did a... She just did a back roll. Oh, the choreography is tremendous. Okay, that's... I think it's probably enough, right? We'll skip... We'll, we'll save a little more for later. You want to wait, 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 no. wait, wait. Okay, wait. okay, okay, okay. Let, just let it go. Back up. So... Here we are, episode seventy nine. I think one yeah. more, one more episode than the Bad Wrestling Podcast. Shouts out. I feel like uh, Medusa. I guess. <laughs> I feel like Rossi Ogawa. Shouts out to be, our friends. We have one more episode. Some, we li- we, we have watching, one- <laughs> yeah. We were watching some Graver uh, sort of tape, you know, that Roy Luce here, friend well, of the show. Uploaded. Didn't they review Shout a Graver tape and, on uh, the Bad Wrestling Podcast at some point? I don't know. I just know that Rossi's uh, specifically thanked in it. It was made sure. by like a third party. Fumi Saito, you know, Dave Meltzer's oh. friend, also thanked. Yeah, it's like just a real circle of. Creeps. She's pretty hot. I want to say she's pretty hot, Medusa. In this Medusa's video. great. This is like. The most sexualized I've seen her in, in the Japanese footage, at least. Although she is... I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Alright, just gonna rip the pants off. So, this is an idea that... Which, which one of you had this idea for this episode? Me, sure. Oh, this was, this was definitely so. my brain genius idea. Okay. And this episode is gonna be released on Thanksgiving. And it is now... <laughs> it's Wednesday. Uh... It was Wednesday, it's, my dear. Yeah, it's about to be sandwich. Yeah, it's it's sandwich night now. What's sandwich morning? Oh my god, she's stripping. Damn. The crowd does not know what to think of this white lady. <laughs> yep. I think there are multiple Medusa songs, but that clip just like fucked us up real bad. She I was just great. singing that casually, like coming in. I'm like, what's that? Like, that's like a song, right? And then we should be like, no, that's you're just singing Who's Medusa? I'm like, oh my fucking god. I was so it was so fucking 
it was like really fucking me up for a while. And then I just, uh, you know, accepted it and learned to live with the void, as it were. Yeah, love the bomb. Right? Nuke the whales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's great. I love her. Um, this is Misha's idea, and this is the third in a row Thanksgiving show with Misha, and this is what we this is what we do every year. Um, from now till forever. Uh, yeah. She gets one episode a year, and it's always going to be in November. And she can really... It's whatever you want to do. Misha, I'm going to throw that out there now. So if you want to get started on next year's plan... I mean, we've got multiple plans Go at this off. point. The, I mean, Go the off. problem is we have conflicting visions because... No, no, no. I it's not do... about conflicting visions. This is your... You get to choose. She gets to choose all the episodes. I don't even fucking... I'm just like, what? All right. And then she tells me, and then we watch it. This is okay. your time. <laughs> okay, so it's going to be full chaos uh, next time. But it sounds great. As long as it's sort of... As long as it's sort of fixed... Fi- oh, it's over. And it's oh, a Little yeah, Man no. Tate is going to autoplay. The film Little Man Tate with Jodie Foster. Or Jodie Foster's... Wow, did you hear the MGM lion? <laughs> yeah. Welcome yeah. to uh, uh, season two of Wrestling is Gross. Um... I am really happy to be here with you two. Um, as I expressed to you two off air, on recording, but not on air, uh, that yeah. I've been very depressed and it's been a rough few months and I've not watched any wrestling and it's been horrible and I, um, but it's everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Things are everything's going to be okay. Um, and I watched wrestling today. Specifically today, for the first time, I watched wrestling that I really fucking had fun watching and really enjoyed um, since since I probably since I went to the fucking uh, ICW No Holds Barred in in, in August. God, yeah. Um, which was a lot of fun, but also uh, I was in a fucking state already then. So, um, anyways, hello, welcome. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find my notes. Uh, oh, here it is. It, all right, bl- is it Blaze giving? Is it Deuce giving? I I thought we should just make it like Deuce by itself as like a singular emblem, as both a tribute to the lesser Deuce. Who's, <sighs> no, we uh, no, he's not lesser. Parallel. Uh, he's he's a different he's, Deuce. We have parallel Deuces. Let's we have, listen. We have white listen. Deuce. <laughs> has has Deuce done any gravure? Probably. I don't know how to pronounce. It's a fake word, so you can pronounce it however you want. Really. Grav- Gravure. Grabber. God. I mean, the R's are not I'm supposed to be pronounced. Oh yeah, Abra, Abra. I don't know if you've ever heard people speaking Japanese, but um, definitely is not what you said. Um, I think there's a nice parallel to to Jerry's giving, which is a nice title, right? Isn't that the yeah. name of the episode? Yeah. And I think Blaze giving implies that, you know, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> you know, people love weed now and whatnot because it's like legal or whatever. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. I, I uh, but, but I, but if Deuce, if it's Deuce, if, if that, if the episode is called Deuce, I don't know. I don't know how much control to give you, Misha. I don't know if I should let you start name, <laughs> naming Already the fucking ready. episode. I, think, hell yeah. I don't know. I think maybe we're, I think we need to fucking put a little, you know, uh, 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 you know, I'm like, 
we'll figure it out. You know, uh, we'll edit it in post and yeah. such. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so, that's what that's what it is when you name it. That is usually in post. You have to, Misha, up, you have to upload the file. <laughs> Misha, why the fuck are we doing this? What, why, okay. what is your motivation here? We're doing this because now always I'm thinking of people to suggest for matches for – uh, wrestling is gross, or the wig, as it's commonly known on the streets. By none I, of it. No, not, not by me. Not by me at all. It's or fine. Bucky. It's fine. This, <laughs> this has a life of its own. You can't control this, dear. But no, yeah, so... No. Okay. I'm always trying As long to as the I is little and the W and G are big. That's all I care about. Absolutely. But I'm always trying to provide the animals to this show. You know what I mean? Like, Tajiri, great iconic figure, but also, like... Truly, just a one of a kind, unique motherfucker. A guy like, who deserved an episode of his own, and almost feels like we shortchanged him because he needs more than one. That, but also absolutely. a guy that we would have hit on like here and there, but deserves, a, yeah, deserved an episode. Yeah, I mean, it's like very similarly. We might Medusa, do him again. We could do him again. Medusa <laughs> is one of those people that because we've been diving around with the catalog over the last couple months. It's just there's so many weird things. That playlist. Just, the playlist that you sent me the, that you were like, this is, is a condensed. You were like, this is condensed. And I was like, this is like there's like 20 matches and like some promos. Oh, there's <laughs> like no. I mean, how much like WCW 99 is on there? Like not like. Oh, we like cut a, down a lot of that. I feel like we. I, I feel The like best part is that I just added a Medusa featured match. She's not in the match. It's Evan Courageous versus Barry Horowitz. And I just want to see Barry Horowitz <laughs> in 1999. But that sounds good, though. Yeah. I didn't watch that one. I should have watched that. The, the... Oh, it's on the playlist. Okay, we'll put it on the playlist. We'll post it. We'll put the playlist in the links because the don't, 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 don't put the playlist. I got no. like all right, got, all right. We'll, we'll just put the curated with the the six matches and the seventh match that we talked well, about. Um, why do I, I have my notes up for that? Remember that podcast we recorded four months ago with Jr. That was a good yeah. episode. He fucking was. messaged me. I want to say I'm sorry that the show sucks now. Um, and well, that, and, that, and that episode, <laughs> that episode has a fucking, and I never edited it out, and I fucking totally forgot about it until like a week ago, and I was like, should I go back and edit out that part where my computer fucked up? Oh, who cares? Um, and th- and then I was like, yeah, who cares? It was months ago. So anybody going back and listening to that now already likes us or cares about us or is interested. If in you show, do so get fine. motivation, I guess we could have a gift. That's it. That's the only yeah, thing. and then that was the other thing, but I don't know. At this, point, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Gifts are um, a lot of fun. It's, I, it's I, been. I, could just make the, I should just learn how to make a fucking gift, though. Honestly. Yeah, oh. I'll tell you what. I hit a minor hurdle with that, and I was like, "Fuck this! I don't give a shit." <laughs> uh, but I, uh, yeah, it'll we'll be back for this one. I'm gonna try to make the show good again, just like you know, uh, Necro Butcher. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say Trump specifically, but uh, uh, Necro is the... an actual wrestling figure, and now wrestling he's is glorious again. Yeah, Necro is out there doing doing the thing. I haven't watched any of the Necro MAGA stuff. We're good on that. We're like, we're we're not like cold. We're like, we're we support that, right? We support Necro, and we support things that are in bad taste. Uh, yeah. That, that are like, about... harmful, but also I don't know if I want like Necro Butcher to be like a white uh, supremacist version of Dan Housen all the same. It's weird. Well, time will tell. Um, <laughs> white supremacist Dan Housen. <laughs> 
Uh, you know what? I watched the uh, the I did watch the Zero Hour show. I haven't watched the AW three. We did too. But I did we I, watch the rest. We no, we watched the main event uh, on a stream by some guy in like uh, North Carolina who was just like narrating it halfway and just like <laughs> counting people out, and it was really stupid. That you sounds know, great. Just, like, it just randomly showed up in TikTok, and it was like, oh fuck it. Yeah, that sounds. Let's like watch an Mox. Uh, let's watch Max Mox. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I haven't gotten there yet. I watched Zero Hour, uh, and uh, and it was like uh, you know Eddie Eddie Kingston Jun Akiyama. Did, did you two watch that? I yeah, tried. we watched the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty great. I thought it was a pretty cool match. Uh, I thought I, I I do think Eddie's getting a little tired. I feel like I've seen him cry too many times, but I, I think it's Eddie still genuine. Versus Legend is like a thing where still I kind of need it. I want to see Eddie versus Legend on the Legends turf where Eddie has to like. Yeah, I'd love to see him like, go to Japan. I mean, I think he'd like, be good in DDT. I think Eddie could do comedy and shit. I think he'd do all the shit. Yeah, I think Eddie he'd have a great fucking time. He, and I just want to see him, like, like uh, just heal it up a little. You know, I, he, DDT still like, is comedy, right? They still, they're still DDT. They still do they, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they just okay. they, like so far they've just made Chris Brooks do all of it. For oh, some that's reason. right. That's one of the reasons I kind of fell off there. Um, hey, they gave a belt to Janelle. There's nothing gave, funny about that. Yeah, but they gave the, the big strap to Higuchi, right? We left yeah. Kazasada Higuchi. was like one of the early – on this podcast, I was in a fucking mega Higuchi mood when we started this show. I don't know if you remember when we started the show in January of 2019, I had watched every DDT show from 2018. <laughs> 2018 was a hot year. 2017, very good. Great yeah, show. and I watched a bunch that of that too. That was a real yeah. hot, good run for them. I feel like it kind of subsided, but maybe it probably didn't. I don't know. Yeah. Who cares? Who knows? Too much Chris Brooks. Sorry. Bye-bye. Too much British guy. Bye-bye. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't need this guy. <laughs> Sorry. If he's going to be British, the only British guy I want to see in Japan is Josh Bottom. Yeah, Josh and he Bottom. It up, uh, even Josh though, Bottom the top, we all know. You know, he was one of the rawest guys out there, and uh, it turns out he's he's too raw for his own good. Unfortunately, he did bad things. He's too, but he also, went a little but too not, raw. But not, but breaking. He was Eddie and, Murphy raw, but then he went a little the French movie raw, or you know, not quite. <laughs> he went the but other. Being, but being like a guy who breaks a window at a Japanese bar, so like that's cool. I have no issues with that. It's like Cody Hall getting thrown out of Japan when he like oh, took Cody a photo Hall. of himself in the in the R.I.P. No, no, that, no, wait, no, he it wasn't did. Cody Hall dead. who got thrown out of Japan. It was uh, what's his face, Bram. Yeah, Bram you know, getting they... thrown out of Japan uh, for like taking the photo in the uh, ice cream freezer, as opposed to like <laughs> the fact that he like tortured a woman. Well, you know, everybody everybody gets that, everybody that gets what's fine. coming to him eventually, you know. I mean, that's... listen, he's torturing the NWA audience. Exactly. Now, so. Everybody gets what's um, coming to him eventually. Um I do want to say Kevin Nash's son died recently, and when it yeah. happened, I was like, Oh fuck, Cody Hall. Like my head went to <laughs> <laughs> No. I couldn't that's I a... Well, hey, they do I don't know. Both... One guy needs a son and one guy needs a dad. I know, I know, know? I know. But Let's and make that, memories and that's beautiful. together. And that's, you know what? That's poetic. That's poetry. That's just the kind of poetry that only you could write. Um, just want to say, shout cats out Cats in the after... cradle and a silver spoon. <laughs> little boy, blue man in <laughs> the moon. Motherfucker. Yeah. After, uh, like, Scott Hall passed, Cody Hall posted a picture of him and his dad, and then right underneath all of his booking information. Oh, and yeah. I mean, that's you gotta get that. Cool. You gotta do that's, it. That's, that's, that's honestly... So, like, if Scott saw that, you know, from the afterlife, oh, he'd, he'd like, yeah, he'd love this it. This is the proudest I've ever been of this fucking. That kid. promo that you get to cut in every single town, 
you get to do it one time, and you get to make uh, what twelve fifty, like a one thousand two hundred fifty dollars. What do you think Cody Hall's charging? Twelve fifty was kind of where my mind went. (laughs) I don't know what indie paydays are post COVID though. Probably like eight hundred bucks. Eight hundred. Probably that's you're probably like a lot closer to correct. He can't be making more than four times. He can't be making five times what Chris Hampton was allegedly making. Time since he wrestled (laughs) Vader in a six man tag or whatever in in Japan. Remember that. (laughs) <laughs> I do. I remember that. Jesse White rest. Let's get Jesse White versus yeah, uh, Jesse Cody Hall. White. Who the fuck is Jesse White? That's Vader's son. He was oh, terrible. Oh. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't really have it. He was well, terrible. Got to lose. Oh, R.I.P. to let's, all of our old friends I, from. I you know what. You know what? Let's bring Jody Christopher some back. Not a wrestler, but he is a guy's son, even if he's not a dead guy. <sighs> yeah, son. I never. I never really saw him. You. I remember you being a champion of. It, I it, thought Joe, he was. It, is it? It's, Jody, is that what you said? I Jody. wasn't a huge champ. I wasn't like a champion as a stretch, but I thought he was cool. Oh, and champion. The, uh... A champion is a stretch. Supporter. No, that's more Mild. like a Chris and Kevin thing. But they did it ironically, as opposed to just like sure. this guy's having Chris matches with sure. Chris. Masters. I feel like Pat Garrett, right? Yeah. Oh, great. Is that movie. who he played in that movie? I don't know who played. Uh, who. No, Chris Christopherson. He played, he played uh, Billy, Billy Kid. He played Billy Kid. Uh, I don't know. I could have gotten. I could have nailed fucking, that reference. Uh, old man. Let's take it back. Uh, Let's edit that out. I feel like James Coburn fucking I, played Pat Garrett. Love James Coburn. All right, let me we get can this cut clean. this out if you want. Let me get this clean. I feel like Billy the Kid, right? Billy Jody the Kid. And then we cue the Bob Dylan. I've been listening to Bob Dylan recently. You want to know how fucking depressed I've been, folks? <laughs> we watched Factory Girl a couple weeks ago of Hayden Christensen as uh, Bob Dylan, the copyright. Yeah, yeah Sienna Miller. Fun. Sienna Miller should have been a. Right, Sienna Miller, is that her? That movie's pretty good. Uh, it's it's not, like, great, but you have, like, free good lead No, it's, it's not a good movie, silly? but she's she should have been a star. She's so beautiful. She's so very beautiful. charming. But I always remember her seeming, like, completely fucked up on uh, the interview she did with uh, Jon Stewart for The Daily Show. Like, she seemed, like, drunk out of her mind. Okay, so I, I don't, don't know. know that one. We got we to gotta move on. <laughs> Let's talk about Medusa. Yeah, let's Maybe talk about Medusa. what are your thoughts on Medusa? <laughs> Why do we want to talk about Medusa? Oh, Michelle, why do we talk about Medusa? Have you ever seen a Medusa Michelli? What is that, your fucking, like, uh, Nardwar? It's Jiminy Glick. Oh, that's also Nardwar. Let's talk about... Oh, yeah, I guess... uh, Well, fuck you, first of all. Nardwar. I just like saying the name. Misha, roll. I've... All right. Um, but yeah, you just no. yell over us. You know how you've been on this show. You've listened to this. You you've know seen primetime glick. You know how to do an interview. Yeah, you're like, like, well, Can I'm you tell me a little bit about George C. Scott? Are you, what, like our shitty neighbors going to hear that? I don't give a fuck. What was it like I don't working give a fuck with about Liza. the shitty neighbors. I give a fuck that I can't even hear myself think because you're cutting in with remarks about James Colburn every five minutes. James Not Colburn. Just on the air, Jane like, Fonda, what a pair of tits, eh? <laughs> I I guarantee you tomorrow I'm gonna wake up I'm gonna like you know just try to get like a bowl of cereal and I'm gonna, gonna start my day you, and it's gonna be fucking funny no no it's gonna it. be worse you're gonna be telling me about some obscure sixties like boxer <laughs> movie with you know fucking Fat City. I, you know, like, oh, no, she, we've already been down to Fat City. Uh, I like Fat City. She shows everybody Fat City within 10 minutes of meeting. 
No, no, it's not. <laughs> just it's just not pinning people in alleyways. Yeah, yeah. Like, hard watch the cockfighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch, uh, what's the fucking, yeah, whatever. The Walter Hill movie. I can't, it doesn't matter. Hard Times. Hard Times, okay. With Bronson. Yeah, yeah. Judy and Executioner. Yeah, she's always making people watch these movies. She really is. Anyways. But so we're talking about Medusa. I'm forcing you two to talk about Medusa because Medusa is inexplicable. She is maybe yeah. one of the – so, like, obviously, most people's perception of Medusa is the, you know, she threw the belt in the trash can. Oh, my God. Kickstarted the Monday Night War. Blah, 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 blah. And it, that's the narrative, with- isn't it? I guess, I guess at this point, for people who get into wrestling now, that is the first thing they find out about Medusa, isn't it? Yeah, it's like – it's pretty much like the matches with Bull Nakano and throwing the belt in the trash, and that's like – all the essential details meanwhile she basically has a uh like i want to say well over a decade career in wrestling where she's traveling between america and japan and just like constantly living like a true and living definition of a savage not the new modern savage where it's like oh you know she's fierce it's like I've I've literally shown you the um the Waltman episode where she's just talking about uh having uh all Japan young girls, you know, like uh servicing her on I the listened, tour bus. I watched that today. I, I listened to that that today. Yeah, it's it's she's she had a podcast briefly where it was like it was like one of the most completely disorganized things in the world. I tried yeah. looking it up and it's like there's seven different websites for the podcast where different episodes are Sure. The only place to get them all is archive.org. Some fucking pervert put them all in one it's, folder. It's you're gonna have to make an ARG out of the whole situation or something. <laughs> but it's like she'll, one one day she'll be interviewing like uh, Tommy Dreamer. The next she's gonna be like pontificating about the Harry Potter books. The next day she's going to like suddenly just be like, uh, you know, interrogating like. You know what gaslighting means. And <laughs> Looking into like, the Harvey Weinstein allegations this week on she's, Deuce Deuce. Yeah, it's just she's just uncontrollable. She's just one of the most like she is a, a in to quote uh, Raging Bull. Uh, she is a force. She's a force. She's a force. There's <laughs> nobody like her. And He's got so, a bigger dick than you. That's from Raging Bull, right? I love Kathy so. Moriarty. <laughs> Love <laughs> I think she says cock, actually. Oh. Probably. I think she says cock. I haven't seen Raging Bull since I was uh, 16 years old, probably. I watched it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it holds up. And what, also, what's that song? Like, dun, dun, I can't think of it. It's beautiful. Timely, since we're going to bring up Luna Vachon, who has the Kathy Moriarty voice, but like slightly less hot. Rest in peace to a legend. But anyway... So well, we'll talk about Nasty Linda, who also does a bit of the same sounds. <laughs> but no, so basically, I have been infatuated with Deuce just because of how animal she is. But also, like, very obviously, this is a woman who's been very attractive. But also, sure, just some of the most bizarre, insane looks. Like, there's matches we haven't covered where we're still, like... There's still the thumbnail of the Linus Asuka match where she has cornrows weaved into half of her hair. Oh, and the God. other half is just like huge blown out. Oh, God. 
I want to watch that. Shit. There's you know there's the um the 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 post retirement WCW uh like sort of uh, team madness. Yeah, oh, team madness, but also the um like basically like the G milf porn star era of Deuce where she's doing all the Evan Courageous bullshit. Oh right, right. Of there's and of course there's the early. You know, she's physical and all that stuff, right? She's still bumping and shit. She's like, oh, a, yeah, she was a hardcore yeah. valet. She's, she's fucking wrestling. I mean, she, she won even the has some title. Hey, that's she that's their courageous fighting, run. Then? Uh, okay. she she's got matches with uh, fucking Haku and Benoit alongside, you know, doing just like random bullshit should... with like uh... and the feud with uh, Oklahoma Ferrara. Do you? We can do like a supplemental episode about Team Madness, maybe. Maybe I really want to watch. I just want to watch that stuff. I don't know. We'll just play. We'll do. Yeah, we'll just talk about the gorgeous Frankenstein's. We can talk about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. We can she, talk about. We can talk about Nora. We can talk all day about Nora. Nora. Wait, Nora, Molly, Miss Mad, Mona, Mona, Nora, Nora's her government. Nora, Mona. <laughs> Wait, what's her name? Nora is her. Nora government Greenwood. Name. But okay. All right, I see what. All right, I got you. <laughs> you, you listen, listen. You know the M and the N and the R—they're all basically the same letter, just depending on how fucking hard you go go at it yeah. when you write it. You know what I'm talking about? Listen, she's she's Nora, Molly Mona, Mona. or Mona to all y'all out there, but to me, she's Nora. She's Nora. And she all doesn't right. even know it. I do love. I do love Molly. I don't. We're gonna get to her like oh. on the, in the hardcore shit. We're gonna. We're, she will be featured in that some somehow. We'll finally get a chance Love to talk Molly. about Molly, Hell yeah. Mighty Molly, um, which is probably the, the next episode that we should do, just because it's so. <laughs> um, we got to figure out. Hey, Sean, we got to figure out what the fuck we're doing for the rest of those episodes this year because I haven't. Oh, watched, don't worry. I don't have a best of. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, I don't either. Yeah. I really don't. But I do have. I could make a top ten that I can live with, but I, I, I wouldn't be ecstatic with it. You I know? can't do that. But I, I'll tell you what I do have. Uh, notes app on my phone detailed notes about XPW's deathmatch tournament from eight months ago. <laughs> mm. The one with uh, uh, Hoodfoot versus Necro Butcher. So, uh, and, uh, and two, two uh, hours on that. Currently Your my personal favorite. favorite, Lucky 13 versus Masada. My favorite match of the year. Big Great break. match. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, I love Big F and Joe versus Necro. That's got to be on my cool list. Match. It's 90 match. seconds long, 90 seconds. Sweet spot. Um, Necro coming out doing the Hogan points as he's stalking over to the ring is just like dude. oddly, oddly beautiful. But a um, genuine realist, real ass dude, you know. Um, he's like a jock. We were having this conversation that he's like a jock of pistolets of wrestling. Listen, no, no, basically, no, no. that's all we'll say. Talk. We can't get into Necro talk. We've had a little bit of Necro talk already. We, we, let's yeah. talk about we'll, that. Will we will more? We'll do match, more though. next time on that show. Next um, time. Early life. For Deborah Michelli, this is very brief on the on the Wikipedia. She was born in Milan, Italy. Not unlike Rochelle, Rochelle, of course. Um, been a long journey from Milan to Minneapolis. Michelli, Michelli, right? Yeah. You guys seen Seinfeld? Uh, yeah. Not yeah. recent. Not as recently. Okay. Well, Rochelle, Rochelle is a. Damn it! All right. Well, this was no, fucking so, joke. Great, what a hit! If either of you were culture enough to have seen every episode of Seinfeld within the last six months, I lived <laughs> in New York. I own only a sitcom about people who lived in it. Like, fuck off. Anyway, it's a good show. Uh, it was from before you were born. Uh, 
<laughs> I was six when it I aired. know you're, you. I know you're like your arch. I know. Well, I guess you're both younger than me. I keep forgetting. Yeah. Also, I keep thinking I'm like forty now. It's a sick thing that happened. Yeah, you're not, brain. bro. You're just like I know, you're but just I, like dying. I know. I'm just, just dying. I'm just falling apart. Um, oh, I feel like I'm dying all the time. So I know. Okay. Well, I know it's not a judgment. I know you're not passing judgment. We're the uh, same. You and me. <laughs> We're both dying. <laughs> so, not to interrupt because I want you to live, but also for the audience out there, we are not covering any of the AWA stuff because okay. I'm sorry, it sucks. We it's watched good. all those matches, the Sherry stuff, the Wendy Richter stuff. Jesus fuck, Wendy Richter is horrible. But, like, none of it is, like, fucking noteworthy, and I would have wanted it to be, but whatever. So we just have to basically go straight to the Asian excursion era of... The land of the rising sun. You know, <laughs> yes. Deborah Michelli, you know, she Thank leaves you. behind Thank the land of Vern Gagne and Frozen Summers. And she's, like, out here. There's a lot of different stories. One is that she actually ended up in, like, a... Uh, like a Taiwanese uh, kickboxing circuit, like of illegal cage fights and stuff like that, like <laughs> on some real like blood, you know, fucking blood sports shit. There's some, there, there's a ton of weird rumors that are never substantiated because there's no photographic evidence. But the the things we do know is that basically, she ends up in Japan. She studies with a bunch of people, including. Her good friend, seen in the uh, documentary about Carl Gotch, uh, Mr. Fujiwara himself, That's and cool, cool, ends up becoming a a stable staple figure in uh, all Japan women's as a you know a gaijin wrestler who's not like your typical um, the late seventies, early eighties era like. You know, shrieky white Move woman. a girl. She's bro. she's a gaijin, but she's in the fold. Like she's one of them. Like she yeah. she's earned her spot. She's, she's like she's, she's like not, Bison Smith. But she's also like she's she's right? like one of them. She's not like say yeah, she's like Bison Smith. Ripper. She's not like anybody else. It's just she basically like basically uh, assigns herself to the mentality of being a Joshi, for lack of a better way to put it, and. We're going to see in this first match how she actually seamlessly blends in with all of, like, the expectations and the pacings that you would have for any of those matches if it was all for random Japanese women. Sure. Yeah. Um, I – yeah, we, we let's get to the first one here. And I just want to say, um, trained by Eddie Sharkey in Minneapolis – uh, her story about working for $5 a night or whatever she tells on the X-Pac podcast – um, or whatever that was, it was on the old, uh, what was that? What was that network? The Maria Manu, or not Mar- uh, Maria Canellis, Maria Menounos. I forget who Maria Menounos. Maria Menounos. I forget. I get those two ladies mixed up weirdly. Um, the, uh, after was it after buzz TV or something Yeah, where they I, would do YouTube, like, v- you know, video podcasts, recapping whatever, like game of Thrones and like nerd shows and wrestling. And it was sort of the beginning of that, of the now, Every you know Sean Ross Sapp's empire of fucking boring live streamers, first. yeah, who who do like reaction shows on every Monday and every Friday or whatever, and it's just part of their schedule, their weekly schedule. And for whatever reason, thousands of people watch Denise Salcedo talk about AEW's show that ended five minutes ago because I guess that's what people want to fucking watch or whatever. Um, 
that podcast is wild. It's got like it's fully like WWE. It feels very op, you know? <laughs> it feels very much like a WWE podcast that's masquerading as not that. Um and they're very respectful to you know. Um but it is pretty pretty genuine and I really like um I really like listening to it. Siobhan, did you listen to that whole thing? Uh not not the whole thing. Well, I so, played her bits of it. At yeah. Points. All right. So it was pitched to me as possible audio for the podcast when Misha said, um, or you could use the audio where on an Xbox podcast, she talks about getting eaten out on the All Japan Women's Tour bus. Yeah. And he says, cool. <laughs> That's also uh, an episode where she talks about like – when she learns that Sean was in Japan around the same time as she was, she's like, oh, my God, if I had to get my hands on you, I would have corrupted you so bad. Yeah, what a powerful figure. She's, she's horny in retrospect. Uh, she talks about like, not being able to have a boyfriend on you know, working in, in All Japan Women's because they wouldn't let you have a boyfriend. And that after a while, she just figured it out. Oh, these women are all uh, just you know, eating each other's snatches constantly on the tour bus. <laughs> and she was just like, all right, I'll do this for a while. Um, just waving over Mariko Yoshida, like, that's right, honey. <laughs> At the same time, I think she's dating Eddie Gilbert around this time also, um, yes. which is fascinating. <laughs> um, thinking about Eddie There's Gilbert, ball, like, uh, like uh, her yeah, stepping yeah. on his nuts, like, that's not a stretch. I mean, his nuts <laughs> are being stretched, but it's not a stretch to think about it. <laughs> There's a Tri-State Wrestling Alliance tag. Oh, it's so good to podcast again about this stuff. Luna and uh, Funky Cactus Jack. That I just couldn't find a good clip. Uh, like, yeah, I see it listed. Yeah. yeah, hair too shitty hair. looking. Uh, but I'm like, what a thing. Yeah, it sounds great. And that's, that's um, is that the, that's the, the Philly promotion? Yeah, right? 90, yeah, it's 91. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, that's a part of the famous Cactus Jack Eddie Gilbert feud. She's Absolutely. a part of that. Her and her and Luna are are off to the off to the edge on that. Um, oh God, we're gonna have to take a break, and I'm gonna have to take a piss after the first match. <laughs> oh, we'll live with it. It's so nice to speak to my old friends again. Um, We've got plenty of audio for intermissions. You're great. You know what I was thinking um, when I was like late to start this that I, I was like, oh, man, this, is, this sucks. I'm so late. But I was like, oh, we've started podcasts like two hours later than this. Yeah, this we have. fine. And also it's a holiday week, and and I'm That's on true. one. Um, she won uh, – she was the first woman to be awarded Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Rookie of the Year Award in 1988. Lee yes. Marshall brings this up in the uh, match. Yeah. We have uh, Cliff Akira Hokuto, uh, you know, in his very uh, staggerly Marshall way, and you know, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Listing off all of her opponents, ranging from Sherry Martel to Candy Divine, to which uh, uh, Heenan just is like, Candy, who now? <laughs> Candy Divine. I, I Candy think Divine. during Bobby? the pod, the <laughs> there, you know what? I'll tell you this right now. Lee Marshall took away from Bobby in that. I wish we had more Bobby Heenan. I got excited. When uh, I, heard him. I don't think it's a great Bobby show. 
Yeah. He starts, yeah. He starts like wavering back and forth on what he like what what his focus of the match is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Feels with He's not nearly as good as Jerry Lawler is during the Bull Nakano matches. That's for sure. Um, or during the first one, and then Cornette's awful. But we'll talk about. Oh, it. Oh, I think Cornette's very good, but. I guess I got. We started off on the wrong foot, but then. Let's talk about Japan. Yeah, yeah. So she, she supposedly she says she got there and that Xbox podcast. She was working a match on the AWA circuit, and Rossi and some other guys were in the front row scouting talent or something. They were there at some fucking show in Minnesota, and she was wrestling Candy Divine or whoever is how she described it, and she knew they were. Japanese bookers, promoters in the off in the front row, and um, she made sure that she threw out Candy Divine to the to the ringside to the to the floor, and she did a plancha off the top right in front of them, and then she, they like hired her. And when she tells the story, she she does a pretty good English, uh, pretty like <laughs> like if I did what she does on that, I would probably edit it out. But Xbox, mm. you know, but so that that's apparently how she got to Japan. And how she got to all Japan women, um, and and starts in '89, and feuds with uh, Chigusa Nagayo, right? Yeah, uh, Lioness Asuka. You know, she's like she's starting off hot. Yeah. Uh, and then this first I mean, match um, is it, this is well, it's '89. Okay, uh, Siobhan, do you want to hit us? First match. For- <laughs> oh, I do not have the date in front of me, Misha. Yeah. Oh, I got it. I got it. I, I got don't it. Have the in front of me. I, I got it. I got it. I'm gonna do it. I Here fucking... we go. I don't know. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it to him. All Japan Women's October eighth, nineteen eighty nine. Uh, what seven we months have... after my birth? Uh, we'd have Medusa Michelli and Mitsuko Nishiwaki versus uh, Minami Toyota and Toshio Yamada. For the uh, championship of the 1989 Tag League, the best. The final of a tournament, final right? Final the Tag League, the best, yes. Tag League, the best. It's a, it's like a real-world Tag League translation where it ends up like, what the fuck does that mean? It means nothing. But, we're but just it's like, Tag League, the best? It, just, it's, it, it's, it sounds sillier than anything else. Yeah, it's oh, just like, no, I love it. it. Well, it's the same thing as like World's Strongest Determination Tag League like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah World's Strongest cool. Determination Tag League. That's the... Yeah. <laughs> Fighting. Yeah, that's some good shit. Bits, battle arts. Yeah. Well, all right. This is yeah. This is so. That's the, all right. So this match. Um. All right. First of all, I hate to do this, but I'm going to say this is the this is the best match of this show. This is my favorite thing that we watched for this, and this is immediately one of those matches where I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> what is this shit, man? This is whack. Um. And this happened with. The what Grizzly Iwamoto and Bison Kimura fucking Aja Kong and uh and Bull Nakano match, right? Is that the right yeah. people? It's those four that you don't have them in the right alignment. Yeah, whatever. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Aja and Bison versus Bull and Grizzly. When I watched that match, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, and I was just like losing my fucking mind. And this match this match actually did have a pretty good idea of who was who. But I, 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 this is one of those things where every time we watch a fucking Joshi tag, I'm just like, oh, fuck, this is the pinnacle of wrestling. Um, so, I've never heard of Mitsuko Nishikawa, Nishawaki. Sorry. Uh, she had a relatively short career, so yeah, that's fair. I'm, I mean, do you know her? Like, you seen a lot of her matches? No, not a lot. I've seen a couple. A couple. There's like a handful on YouTube uh, based on like 
a year's worth of all Japan women's TV. Okay. So I'm guessing that she had like a little, uh, like a little stint and probably decided, yeah, I'm good on this. So she is the best part of this match. Mm-hmm. She is a revelation. And I think she's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, if, when he, do you want to start us out? Because this is this. My notes on this are absurdly long. But, go ahead, just go for the notes. We'll, 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 you play the right. playing. First of all, appears to be shot from one camera. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, held by a person who is handcuffed to the top turnbuckle of one specific corner. Yep. <laughs> um, so that should be a deterrent, but it's absolutely not. Uh, because I think there's also some clever video editing by whoever uploaded this where they occasionally zoom the video in and it like lowers the resolution so you can. S- I, I don't know if that's the uploader necessarily. I don't know. Yeah. These, or maybe, or maybe tapes, that's. They go through like so many hands, used to edit shit. So <laughs> many like cum soaked hands that eventually oh, you, you get, just have to. Like... You think at some point Roy Lucier accidentally, uh, after jerking off to this match, like zoomed it in too far? I know. I refuse to look at my good personal friend Roy Lucier in that light. I will say that Dave Meltzer probably did exactly that, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. So this is not a oh, famous wow. match, right? I mean, this oh. is a tournament final. Um, it's not, yeah, but it's not famous. It's just like it's a really good picture, though. We have to like, assume that very slowly. few people have like sat down and watched this, besides like the freaks, right? Um, this is not a canonical big match. No, and it's not, and it's in sort of a uh, period uh, for all Japan women's that isn't uh, like super well known in the states, like eighty nine. Before it pops, yeah, it it really pops in like ninety two, but ninety has some big stuff. That tag, the tag that I was talking about was from ninety, right? Yeah, that and the you know, there's a lot of stuff from uh, the Aja Ball feud and all. Yeah, which carries on until ninety two, right? Eighty nine is sort of like a weird midway point with like changing in the guard year because like before uh, yeah, Chiggy and Minus Oscar going right. Yeah, so it's sort of, it's sort of like you know, it's just sort of what what what's. It's hard to to get a read on it and make a, a narrative of it uh, for uh, like English speaking audiences, but it's like there's clearly sure. a lot of good shit here. Well, the top uh, stars like T- Toyota is not. I mean, Toyota is like clearly a, a hard. Toyota is a baby here. She is yet yeah. to become. Yeah. She's the not. fucking all the uh, all the the formative the, the fucking drunk Danny Havoc. This fucking <laughs> piece of shit. Fun Wandering fact, around, DJ. Fun fact: I, for a long yeah. time, I didn't understand uh, Manami Toyota as a wrestler. Then I learned that apparently in her life, she's actually just like a complete booze hound. And I'm like, oh, it all makes That's sense. That's so funny. I don't know she, if I knew it's that. Like, I do respect her for that, honestly. I like, kind of I always have... viewed her as like a brain damaged like Benoit type who just like wrestled breakneck and didn't know she, how any other way to do it because she was uh stupid it's she's she is like bashing her brains in with cte but also she's bashing her brains in with bottles of sake which respect yeah it kind of rocks I yeah kinda, I, and, I like that new framing of, of Toyota. i wonder if quack was into that probably not probably yeah. not at all you think what about quack uh having being forced to buy uh, booze for num for Manami Toyota for King of Trios. Uh, he probably he probably made somebody else do that. Yeah, like, you know, just like Frightmare. <laughs> Frightmare forgot <laughs> his ID. <laughs> he looks like he's twelve. Power Wicked I mean, is just like nervously like 
I'm I'm 24, but I've been but he, strange but I, my yeah. whole life. What do I do? <laughs> Hollow Wicked's 24, but he looks like Christopher Walken. <laughs> he looks like he's 55 years old. I mean, That's yeah. why you always send in Akuma or Icarus. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to card them. Nobody's going to question them. These old Man. fucking men. Well, no, they're just going to turn away Icarus. <laughs> Akuma lost his hair at the age of 12, though. It's fact. It's canonical. <laughs> we all know this. And he's always yeah, making that... that same face. Yeah, but that helps you, uh, you know, buying, uh, you know, buying booze. Yeah. And just in the event that you lost your ID and you're out a pair of pants or something. Mm, I love this. I love this thread. Um, we do have to move on. <laughs> so, but I love got... the idea of Chikara wrestlers buying alcohol for Joshi uh, and for, like, Sean Waltman or whoever else they're bringing in. So, okay, so the match is simple. We have... Deuce, it's pretty simple. The one obvious white woman in a green and black striped singlet, her hair tied up, looking very like It's not know, a like... singlet. It's a she's got a ha- she's got one leg, one arm. Okay, bodysuit, my mistake. It's it's a it, it's a Zack Ryder, but like it's for, a... for broads. Yeah. Yeah, um her I I want to say just to get this out of the way. Her Hits look amazing in this match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is like, she is incredible the way her body moves. She is so fucking hot in this. She's got the one arm out, the one leg out. It's a, uh, yeah, right. You said Ryder. Um, uh, Jimmy Jacobs used to do that too, I think. Um, but it's uh, fucking uh, Ruby Soho has been doing that. Oh, sure. Recently. Yeah. Yeah. Shuts out. Hope your nose is better. <laughs> Hope your nose gets better soon. Um, it so, is a core element of her thing. I'll tell you what. A weird nose. That was the last wrestling show that I really enjoyed. Was the one where CM Punk and Kenny Omega fought or whatever afterwards. And then Punk left AEW and I don't watch AEW anymore. Because I was just a Punk guy all along. Turns out. Turns out I'm with Phil. Sorry, haters. Um, yeah, she looks incredible. Blue and black stripes. Uh, one leg, one arm. And she is in... She comes in second, right? It starts out with Nishiwaki. Nishiwaki? Is that right? Mm-hmm. It starts off Nishiwaki and, uh, and Toyota. I want to say Toyota. Yeah. yeah Toyota's in white. Yamada's in black. She Toyota's t- the small nerd in the – in that case, she is actually wearing a singlet. And then Yamada yeah. is basically like a baby version of the Crush Gals or Yumiko Hota who uh, Deuce and Nishika- uh, Nishiwaki had to face in the previous match. So okay. basically, we've got the like the the perfect uh, types. Well, yeah, Yamada right was always a, was always a butch kicker. She's just like a younger version of a butch kicker. So she even if you don't know all that, yet. if you've never watched this, they establish all that within uh, two minutes. You oh, know yeah. exactly who is who and what is what, and who will be doing the comeback and the 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 desperation and the beatdowns. Like it's mm-hmm. absolutely clear from like minute one, and. Nishiwaki destroys Toyota for a minute, and Toyota, of course, bridges out of the first pin. Um, the doing fucking that. bridge. Yeah, she's already doing it. Um, and then Deuce comes in, and we're going to call her Deuce. Deuce is what everybody calls her, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's hilariously. What, that's what Xbox called her repeatedly on that show. And I guess I knew that, but when he was saying it over and over, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess this is really her name to, to the boys and whatnot, you know? Um, she... She just comes in, hits a rough as hell, spinning neckbreaker on Toyota. First thing she does. And then she 
grounds her with a head scissor lock and starts yep. doing front flips, like front tumbles with her in the head scissor, flipping her body over her own body, which is like a total fucking like like midget wrestling move. Yeah, <laughs> that's a minis move. You see, uh, Huracancito Ramirez or whatever do some shit like that, you know. Cicloncito Gonzalez or whoever the fuck. I don't know. I'm probably being offensive right now. I think those are real wrestlers, though. And then, right after all of that, just to add insult to injury, she transitions that almost effortlessly (laughs) into a fucking pile driver. Like an inverted tombstone. Drops to the knees, but facing outward. So, inverted from how The Undertaker does it. It's just... It's the craziest way to do your first bit of offense. It's just... It immediately establishes that this wrestling is like no other wrestling. This is 1989. So what what else is happening in, in October 1989? Like uh, Hogan's wrestling boss man. Those are good matches. I guess uh, that's about the best we got. <laughs> right? Is this the Ho- Hogan Flair's versus got boss the man? Belt. Oh, yeah. Flair's got the belt. Flair and, and Steamboat are done. But, you know, Flair's probably wrestling Sting again or whatever. Who knows? Like um, this is this is action on a level that you never would see anywhere else in the world, and it's immediate. And uh, so Yamada gets in, and Deuce wants out as fast as possible. Immediately establishing that while she's comfortable here and she's a badass and she's tall as fuck and she swings crazy ass kicks and she looks incredible, she's when Yamada gets in, Deuce is like, "Yeah, you 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 do that for a minute." <laughs> She kind of pops out for a minute. Yeah. And Yamada is known for being like a shooter, right? But yeah, she's a stiff kicker. She fucks people up, you know, and she's here to protect her girlfriend, basically, you know? Right. I mean, that is the, 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 their extremely uh, right. bizarre emotional dynamic that right. would continue for years and years on end. Like, do, uh, do, do the two of them, their relationship maintains that way? She, y- but Yamada yeah, because they're teaming forever. Yeah, Yamada and Suedo, they're teaming forever. They have, um, you know... Like the infamous, like uh, the famous tr- uh, trilogy of matches against uh, Mayumi Ozaki and Dynamite Kansai. They have a bunch of tag title reigns. They okay. have uh, the hair versus hair, where uh, Toyota wins and then immediately says, "No, no, I'll shave my own head." Why oh, would I make sure. Me do this because she's a fucking drunk. That is the <laughs> most like drunk character moment she ever had. And then Imada is like, "No." I'm good. Besides, I, I, I'm, I'm like lesbian butch. I'm, I like this. Mm. It suits me. Yeah, I don't want you shaving <laughs> your head, girly. And it's like, okay, you know. And then they, it's like, they okay. yeah, it's like that's a, uh, you know, that, so this is like a dynamic that is early, but it's like it, you, you can already sense it. They obviously have a ton of chemistry together. That's what they stay at a tag team for yeah. years. And like Yamada's career is essentially defined by the Toyota team because she just starts to get phys- she doesn't have the same career longevity injuries um, possibly illness. I think I might okay. be confused with some of stuff. Well, so this is then this is very early on in their run together then. Right? Yeah. 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 I um and and their their team name? Do they have a team name? Not really. They don't. No, um, no. I'm, Which is I, weird. There's a ton of weird names. Scrolling through, I there, see like Mima Shimoda and Manami Toyota were called the Tokyo Sweethearts. Yeah. And then uh, what Toshio Yamada, Toshio Yamada, and Etsukamita were Dream Orca. 
DreamWorks. <laughs> like there's yeah. there's no shortage of good names. It's just it seems weird that they didn't. Apparently, yeah, Nishiwaki the... and Hota tagged for a period, and their name was I forget exactly something like Jet Flame or something <laughs> like that. Hell yeah! You know, you have the Marine Wolves, you have the Honey Wings. There's all kinds of names in that. Oh, era. who could forget the Honey Wings? Oh, I see that Miki Takahashi and Karamaeda. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Let's see here. Sorry, um, it's it, it is a very interesting and interesting dynamic between the two of them, um, and Nishiwaki immediately just starts bullying. Uh, she starts bullying Yamada at first, I guess. Right? Is that? Yeah. yeah. It's it you starts go. out like pretty basic, like you know, all right, we're tagging, and da da da, and then Toyota gets in, and basically. The match, in the best way possible, grinds down to a halt because uh, Nishiwaki basically, like, gets uh, Toyota in a crab real quick. And then for the next, like, five or seven minutes... It's not quite that long. I I clocked it. I clocked it. Because this is where I fell in love with this match. And, but, (laughs) like, okay, so let's say, like, three or four minutes. Like, it is basically... Three minutes and 18 seconds. All right. Thank Sorry. You. It's from uh, th- three minutes, 19 seconds into the file until six minutes, 37 seconds when she finally releases the crap. Beautiful. <laughs> but until it's still uh, insane. I mean, I know crap. it felt <laughs> until insane. Then, she proceeds to keep this crap going, which, you know, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Minami Toyota loves to shriek and scream like she's being murdered in the okay. Texas Chainsaw Massacre on a good day. I said it sounds and... kind of like the Deadites from Evil Dead. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like a... She's just very... It's a scream coming from... Coming through a thin hole in the floorboard of the basement. You know? She's oh, you know what? Strong. Actually, you know what? I actually wrote this down, too. It kind of sounds like... You ever see Home Alone, where Macaulay... You know Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone? Yeah. And he yeah. puts that shit on his face? The shaving? Yeah, uh, aftershave. And he goes, ah! She yeah. sounds kind of like that a little bit. Yeah. This is a good movie. But she's a wild weird. Chris she's, a weird she's, she's a weird though. But like, <laughs> naturally, oh, it rocks. you would think, all right, this is a, a tag. Toshio Yamada's going to run and try to break up the submission and save her girl. Yeah. She does that, she does except that. the problem is every time she kicks she does Nishiwaki it over in the and head over. or whatever, <laughs> Nishiwaki just like completely ignores it. This this woman is just eating blows and kicks and everything and just like, no, 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 I'm breaking your girl's spine. Fuck it you. becomes almost like a like a bit. Where she comes in, she comes in, she starts kicking her, and she and and uh, Nishiwaki's just screaming at her and just saying like "fuck you," and then she like just leaves. Yamada just like okay, I, I'll go, uh, and then she comes back up like thirty seconds later and she's like, "all right, well, I'm gonna kick you some more." <laughs> and at, at, there's a certain point because because Medusa's not coming in to like fight Yamada. Yamada's coming in and Nishiwaki's just staring her in the face and taking it, and it at, and there's a there's a point. About two minutes into this, I guess, where I was just like, this could last forever. Like, there's no there's no rule that says that this... I don't know how long this file is. I might be watching a, one Boston Crab for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, there's nothing... There's, you know, there's no law that says that anybody ever actually got out of this. I mean, I don't know. 
You know, <laughs> I've seen later Manami Toyota matches, but for all I know, that could be an imposter, and maybe she's still in this Boston crap. Uh, Stranger it, things happened. <laughs> So Deuce finally comes in at like the third attempt. Like Yamada keeps coming in and trying to break it up. And then finally Deuce comes in and just knocks her the fuck out, stomps the Yamada, body slams her on the floor. And at this point, Nishwaki is just like leaning back further than you've ever seen. I don't know. This is where I was like, oh, this woman should have been a megastar. Like the fact that I've never heard of her before watching this match. And now I'm watching her do this like uh um like Ben Foster performance. <laughs> you know, this like Jack Nicholson fucking unhinged shit. I I was I was floored by this. I could not believe her. Um and yeah it goes on. She gives it it turns into a single crab eventually. Um and then yeah three three minutes and eighteen seconds in a Boston crab she finally lets go and just like nonchalantly leg drops her lower back <laughs> yep. and tags deuce in it's truly one of the greatest three minutes of wrestling that i've ever seen <laughs> oh yeah and there's a lot of match after this but fuck i was like i was just so happy that we were doing this <laughs> when the three plus minute boston crab happened <laughs> that's my shit um sorry somebody else <laughs> I mean, Ish. so then, then we get to an extended uh, deuce in the uh, in the ring sequence, which brings the first of many of the Medusa weird like Muay Thai influenced kicks. Maybe they're real. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're uh, shoot. Maybe they're not. It's just and, and at least in every one of these matches, suddenly her doing some kind of weird pirouette roundhouse emerges and you're just like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> and she, she loves it. And Toyota basically, of course, like eats shit on every one of them, practically wrapping around the leg and flying off <laughs> like a fucking Looney Tune stuck in a branch. It's She's just great perfect. at that. Some of the some of the dudes. She's never met a bump she didn't like, and I and I'm not just talking about rail the A. <laughs> that does, I don't know. If, I mean, it's Japan. It's hard to it's hard to get coke there. I bet. I bet if anybody could get it, she's she's one of the kings of trios. Well, I think. Um, <laughs> I mean, she did. I mean, hey, she did. She does know Dave. Gran Akuma. Uh, no, no. Uh, what? Who's who's the coke guy in Chikara? I guess it's Mantis, probably right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Eddie, probably, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, she's doing... <laughs> Eddie, Eddie just, like, staring, like, I used to... I'm your biggest fan! You. I don't do drugs anymore, but I love watching you do them, Manami. Manami-san. <laughs> uh, or, uh, Sensei. I don't know what you say. <laughs> Senpai? I don't Senpai, know. Senpai, yeah. Know, he yeah. probably says them all. Like... He probably says he just uses them all, yeah. He loves, he loves, he's a bit of a weeb, that guy. This, that was the funniest thing, was um, when Phil, uh, Phil Schneider, writer for The Ringer, was on this podcast, and proposed the idea that That's Eddie, so funny. that Eddie Kingston uh, is like a tough guy who doesn't like anime. Remember that? <laughs> What, a, what did, an old, did, what a dumb old corncob pipe looking ass. God bless Phil for being too old <laughs> to understand that one of Eddie's 
last t-shirts when he was on the indies was a fucking death note homage sure i mean he's clearly the one of the most dragon ball z influenced wrestlers of all time and that's one of the things that makes him fucking great that's why you know that's what the king's road is all about Mm -hmm. all that all that shit came from the same place that's why it speaks to him yeah um this is like this is just like roly man i just can't believe i'm here i can't believe i get to do this i love it feel like i'm in a movie uh, <laughs> we shouldn't be mean to eddie kingston we shouldn't do parody eddie no, kingston, we, he's we, great, we love eddie kingston. it really does feel at, at a certain point that it's gonna start to eat itself um i think i was talking about that off mic but good for him glad he got to wrestle akiyama um so deuce is great in this she does she grabs the fucking uh tapa tapatia is that the the yeah the, the surfboard the tabletop surfboard um yeah. and then she has like a nice clover hold and just really stretches back um when yamada gets back in which i think comes off of a desperation school girl not meant to be a pin just toyota grabs the school the momentum yeah Get her over there so I can go over here and tag my my girlfriend because I'm getting my fucking ass fucked here. Um, and she comes in and just destroys Deuce with ev- with kicks to every part of her body. And Yamada's stand up fighting is really fucking like hot shit. Like good technique, hard fucking just in your face. She's always advancing on Medusa, and Medusa like tries her best to stand her ground, but Yamada's like intimidating as a stand up. Oh fighter. yeah. Um, which I was like watching this and I was like, it's, that was one of her things, right? She was like a, she was like a badass, like sort of kickboxer type. Yamada? Yeah. 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 yeah, No, she, she is in like the stiff bitch division of that. Like, of like, if you're, if you're mold of like, there she is, like you have your, like, you're like your hitters and then your movers. She's a hitter. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, like well, what's the is R, RCN? Is that which one? Which what was the the offshoot that was like more shoot style focused from? That from was the, RCN. Yeah, like she's like more on that sort of. I mean, I I don't know anything about Joshi, so I'm just saying this based on nothing and the very limited things I know. But she's sort of on that wavelength, is what I gather. Um, more so than Toyota, who is a you know big big bomb spot monkey type. Which God bless her, she's good at it. And we've had this thing happen with Manami Toyota where it's just been like, well, she doesn't actually know how to work. Like, fuck that. She's like, and especially now the revelation that she's a fucking boozing psycho. I mean, <laughs> I love she her. She does what she, she, she's like, a, like, a, like a version of a Sabu who couldn't use as many table spots. Okay. Such. Yeah. You, well, know? you know what? I also, if Sabu had gone and wrestled a bunch of fucking Chikara shows, we'd probably be really sick of his ass too. You know? <laughs> Think about it. But if they didn't Mike let Quackenbush him. like was was horny for Sabu, that would be fucking weird. Yeah, who's uh, if Sabu, Dave? Yeah. If Dave was claiming he fucked Sabu, it would be a very different world. Dave has ever explicitly claimed this, but you know, hmm. <laughs> the subtext is such that we can gather. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, no, Manami Toyota. This extremely divorced man, Dave. It's uh, we, we I forgive you of your sins. <laughs> Um, so what Nishiwaki is just all over fucking all over Yamada after due sort of retreats. Um, and 
Yamada starts throwing like the lowest angle, like the fastest lowest angle suplexes you've ever seen in your life. Um, Toyota comes back in, gets some heat back on Nishawaki. It's a hard name for me to say, Nishawaki. Uh, I called her Nish for a lot of my notes, which I know is That's fine. sacrilege against uh, Asama Nishimura. But, um, oh, you can do what you want. Nishimura's, Nishimura's having a great time. No yeah, what. he he's probably loves here. this, right? I mean, he's best friends with Paul Nakano, after all. So, okay, yeah. sure, sure. Um, Nishiwaki hits three consecutive drop kicks, screaming the entire time like a fucking maniac. Uh, goes for a pin after a, a, a vertical suplex. Um, or no, Toyota, yeah, hits, hits the three drop kicks. Then she hits a vertical suplex, goes for a pin. Because um, she's like, I got this. And Nishiwaki kicks out at one. Kicks out at one and starts kneeing her in the head. And knees her in the head like ten times. And then like there's like a half dozen headbutts too. And then and then Medusa comes in and like just casually throws an octopus hold on Mami Toyota. Who has just had her fucking brains bashed in. She's standing there like fucking you know, Kristen Bell in that episode of Deadwood and fucking God. Nishiwaki just, or a deuce comes in and walks up and just puts her in an octopus hold. <laughs> She's dead on her feet. Deuce has like the sort of best elements of like, a Von Eric or Riddle vibe, where she's just such a, she's just like such an ass. She's like such a, just a like dumb a, blonde jock. Yeah. She's like such a doofus who just yeah. doesn't give a shit. Yeah. She's a little more, cal- she's like Riddle is a calculating idiot, you know, like Riddle is like a savant. Yeah. I don't know if that's exactly what what Deuce well, is. Well, like, but dude, I mean, definitely I get, I get your... supposed to be like, um, you know, she's supposed to be like sort of, uh, like, like an, like, like a, like a dickhead who, who gets like, it's like, oh no! She's like, a bit of a bully. Voiced by her own uh, hubris and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's. Th- I mean, this this match is hard to. I mean, obviously, um, it's it's a mess. This is just go 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 the entire time, except for the three minute uh, bossy grab, <laughs> which is also go 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 in its own way. Um, there's a there's a moment here where let's see, Nishiwaki has a scorpion hold. Uh, a, a sharpshooter on to- Toyota yeah. and Yamada comes in and kicks her in the face a couple times real hard. Nishiwaki will not let go again. And then she finally does let go of the scorpion Deathlock here. Uh, the Sasori Gatame. Um, when Yamada walks in the ring and slaps Medusa in the face. And then walks back to her own corner. Then Nishiwaki lets go of the, the Scorpion Deathlock, walks over to Yamada's corner, and delivers one slap. And then the slaps start. And I took this as like sort of a further decline in honorable fighting that like we have now reduced it to slaps in a match where every single thing is hit so hard. It's a statement to start being like, I'm just going to slap you now because I have no fucking respect for you. Yeah. Like it, it becomes this other thing at this moment because the slaps aren't hitting as hard as the kicks or whatever, you know, but they're just doing it and they're just fucking mad at each other. They fucking hate each other. Um, Man hates this, these cans. Yeah. Yeah. He hates these cans. Um, one of the cool things about this match as I was watching it is that I had no idea how long it was. I had no idea how long it had been going. 
I had checked the clock for the eternal Boston crab and I knew that that ended when it ended, but then it felt like it could have been five minutes ago or 15, you know, 15 minutes. It could have been an hour back. Uh, it, it, it was, it's just a total fucking vacuum of, I, you know, one of those things that happens when you watch great wrestling that you don't know where you are except for right there. Um, and yeah, I don't know. They hit a fuck. They do a they do a climactic, a big climactic action, you know, tag team finish after all of this, which is good. Also, you, also, Yamada breaks up a pin by uh, sliding straight into the ref. That's kick, great. Which is so funny. Which is <laughs> yeah. So great. Yeah. How funny is that? Yeah, that was after the big power bomb. Who gives a shit, man? Yeah, yeah. They so the in the climax here, you know, it's big moves, um, in a way that was like revolutionary in 89. This is like, you know, your new day versus Usos tag fucking finale sequence. Right. But mm-hmm. here it's the moves aren't like hit. They don't hit so clean. It's, it doesn't feel choreographed. It feels like people really just throwing all they got and seeing what hits. And it's fucking what wrestling used to look like. It's beautiful and it's sloppy and it's messy and it's fucking fucking booze and, cunnilingus and just like nasty people doing nasty things to each other with a language barrier and not much of a a script to go off of you know how much of this match is planned did nishiwaki say to minami toyota i'm gonna put you in a three minute long boston crab did she tell her that before this match i don't presume not i don't think she did and i and i bet I bet Rossi and the the crew were laughing. I bet it was a big joke to somebody, <laughs> right? More than like, it's very cool though. It is very cool. It's great. I loved it. Um, yeah, Deuce and, and Nishiwaki get the win um, from a cool like elevated missile dropkick spinebuster combo thingy. Um, that Deuce like falls over and wipes out on herself, even though she's like not a part of the bump. <laughs> Cause she's tired because it's been like the craziest 16 minutes ever. Yeah. That's just, it's not a long match. Yeah. But a lot happens. Fucking Joshi tags. Well, you know, it's about how you use your time, not about the time you have. That's the thing. I, I couldn't, I, you know, I had no idea how long it was at the time. Fucking great. Just one of those that, that the Joshi tag. I don't know. That's my shit. I don't know why these, these nasty, like unsophisticated, unchoreographed, like anti-choreographed sort of matches. Just nasty shit. I love it. It's my favorite. Speaking of nasty shit, it's not nasty, Linda. But <laughs> well, do you want to take a break, a break Bucky? I think uh, I think we'll take a break before nasty, Linda. I think we can do this unless you two okay. are ready for one now. Oh, I'm I'm definitely ready. You're ready for a break yeah. or ready for? Oh, I'm I, uh. I'm ready for whatever. You, like you do. You, you, if you, well, let's take a break. Let's take a break you, now. You, yeah. I do need to pee. Yeah, so good pee then. All right. Well, we got through one match. Yeah, but we, you know, that's probably the most you'll have to say on a match, so it's okay. Yeah, I did really love that match. That was my... You know, these are the ones. These are like the... That's like the sweet spot for me. 15 minutes, total shit show. Absolute, like, <laughs> uncooperative mess. My favorite kind of match. And that is the best. 
So it's my pick of the week. Segment I'm gonna yeah. segment I'm gonna start now. the lights all out like she had just said fuck it i'm turning all the lights out i don't give a shit finish your podcast however many fucking hours from now you stupid son of a bitch um she's not she's very supportive i'm joking around i'm (laughs) just doing a little bit of funny business here um my son had fallen asleep on the couch i think he was in the bed with her and she was going to put him in his bed but he was gone, and he was on the. He was watching Turning Red for the ten thousandth time. Shouts out! Uh, it's a Turning Red, great movie. Um, and was asleep there, so I, 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 I'm, I'm glad he's going to become a panda boy. He's a yeah. panda fan. <laughs> get you his, know, we're red panda supporters here. He's going to get his period any day now for sure. Um, he, I carried him to bed, and I uh, closed her door, and then I. Went to the garage and got high. So welcome back to Wrestling is Gross. Um, I'll tell you what. It's nice to be back. Season two. How do you feel about season two? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Don't what if we it. did... What if season one was 78 episodes long and then season two was like a tight six? A la, a la British TV. You know, we just sort of... It's about the flow. <laughs> Goes. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's a, it's a, it's a never evolving uh, sort of thing. Misha, I know you don't necessarily have any um, creative stake in the podcast at large, despite being one of the most influential outside figures uh, in our in our our circle. Right. Obviously, um, how do you feel about season two, episode one, so far? <laughs> Listen, I. I am along for the ride. I am a loyal supporter. You know, I'm going to be that person who like listens to your episodes even after like somebody else has taken over. I'm basically the Walking Dead fan of this podcast. Oh, you know, you never have to worry about me. They killed Rick off eventually, right? Rick couldn't last forever. No, no, no. He's still uh, he's still going because they're finishing off the season finale and they're putting him in the ads and everything. Oh, that's great. Presumably, he's still Andy Lincoln. He's uh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what about Andrew Lincoln. He's in Love Actually, uh, which is one of the ten worst movies ever made, and uh, he's he's it's the, he holds the signs up in front of Keira Knightley. You know the scene? Oh wait, it's that's been, him. That's been memed to death. Yeah, it's him. That's it's him. A- Andy Whoa. Lincoln. They used to call him on British TV. Andrew Lincoln. Um, 
Yeah, uh, and I had this idea for a podcast, and this was an idea for me and my wife. Where, and the working title was actually "I Hate It," and it was a podcast about love, actually called "Actually I Hate It," where it's twenty-five episodes, limited run miniseries. Every day of December, we cover one individual character from the film "Love Actually," and we release one episode a day. And then on the on on the on December twenty-sixth, we delete the RSS feed. (laughs) Good God. That was my idea for a podcast for me and my wife. She hates she wants she wants to do. She's cre she's my wife is very creative. I am not. I just do this shit. Well, you know how it That's goes. all it, it's all you know, all that counts is uh and it, you know, your heart. And you know what? Again, by the way, the name of the show is Wrestling is Gross, and you know who came up with the title? My wife. <laughs> Borat. Borat, my wife. Uh, welcome back to Wrestling is Gross. <laughs> so you would say it, right? If if Borat came on and yeah. talked about Medusa Michelli versus Aja Kong, All Japan Women's, July 21st, 1990, no, uh, what's it called? A martial arts Mar- street fighting. <laughs> martial arts street fight? Yeah. Yek Shemesh, a martial arts street fight. Um, okay. So, this match. This is, what was this, Sumo Hall? What the hell is this? This is like a big building, right? I think this is, uh, Yamaha Kabanka, but I'm not 100% Ooh, sure. alright, cool. Is it uh, a WrestleMarine pad? Somebody looked that up. July 21st. I'll do it. I got it. I got a computer in front of me. Um, tell me about this match. Did you two know this match before doing this research? I haven't so... seen it, but I knew of it. Yeah, we. Uh, the only thing I had seen was like a little 30-second clip of it that was previously on YouTube, and I had heard it referenced like a few times, but... Previously on only... YouTube, because this match is in super fucking crisp video. This is an incredible fucking AVI we got right here. Yeah, there's been an outbreak of really dedicated... <laughs> outbreak. Uh, no, 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 for real. It's been uh, a pandemic, outbreak. folks. Jo- uh, jo- Joshi uploaders in particular who are like Joshi and deathmatch uploaders. I don't know why those are the two, but they are. They're just like I know uncovering why. everything Little now. Freaks. So it's like <laughs> you'll you'll wake up one day and it's like some guy called uh freaking like Evito Pro X is like <laughs> yeah, I got the um I got the one time that uh Yeah, don't cry Obita for me. You guys worked in uh Triple A. Do you want to see that? And it's like of course I want to see that, but why the fuck do you have it? Right. And you just got to like go along with these. There's one channel. I don't even remember their name right now because I'm just out of it. It's like every other day. Every other day. It's like you, you wake up and it's like, yeah, we've here's a Futin show that nobody's ever seen before. Was it Jelana Doe? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Like Are there, every other what, there's, day. There's, fo- there's Futin shows being randomly posted. Yes. I don't know like, about that. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. We never I, did the Futin episode because it's bo- it's gonna be boring because it's just us mispronouncing names and saying he punched him in the face for two hours. Maybe that's the problem it, with the Futin show is that it's boring. Even the wrestling is the best thing you've ever seen in your life. That's why we never did that episode of the show. Well, that's yeah. Maybe it'd be better to integrate some things in or just keep going and just you just have fun with it. You have fun with it. That's all that matters. Yeah, we well, can't spell. Uh, fun without yeah spell food without fun yeah something like that yeah that's it that's what I was trying to say um 
plus E.T., which is a great movie. <laughs> Speaking of movies, I, I just have to ask you really briefly, Bucky. Uh, have you seen the Wachowskis film Bound? Yeah, yeah, a bunch of times. I love it. All right. Do you remember the scene where um, Gina Gershon is – Corky is getting confronted by some uh, like stud about like uh, some sort of issue they had over a girl or whatever the fuck. Okay, sure. This yeah, is kinda. basically that. Ma- this is this match is basically that scene expanded <laughs> to twenty minutes. It is, you know, I'm saying this as a um, as a incredibly mentally ill and fucking like way too rambunctious femme. Uh, this is, in fact, maybe one of the most fun spectacles of two incredibly dikey women just <laughs> trying to be complete assholes to one another and fuck the other one up. Made all the better by Bison Kimura, you know, beloved tag partner of Aja Kong and Jungle Jap, standing around looking cute and just sort of like, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? To make it like... The perfect piece de resistance. So this is a bar fight. This is like, a, but it's like it's 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 not a bar fight. It's like a it's like a it's like an it's a, it's, a, it's, it's like a gay a, bar fight. It's it an is. elaborate theatrical. We we booked this in advance sort of bar fight. Um, I want to say, I saw when I opened the file, it said, "What's this? What's it called? Martial arts, martial arts street fight. Martial arts street fight." I didn't know what that meant. Uh, to be fair, because what what is that? <laughs> Those words mean nothing. Um, but Deuce comes to the ring in a leather biker jacket, right? Looking fucking great. She rips it off and throws it in the ground before she gets even anywhere near the ring. But she's got a trucker cap. She's got like silvery she's, gray denim. She's um, got like the Dory Funk dad hat that looks yeah. like it came off of uh, a gift shop for a uh, aircraft carrier. Shout out to Eric. <laughs> yeah. you know. Shout out. Uh, um, she's she's just cranking on the guardrails. She's got like bedazzled, distressed mom jeans with like a. I didn't realize how glittery the they were until like deep into the match. But man, those are some jeans. Those are some fucking beautiful glitter. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk plenty about the f- the fashion in this match and 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 all the matches as we will. Because um, that and, is one of the great things about Joshi. And on the other side, you get Aja coming out on like some sort of like cart being carried by like serpents. Uh, it's like a palanquin or right, a, it's, like a litter, you know, a palanquin, right? Yeah. Is that the right word? The only equivalent I can think of is that one pandemic era ICW show where Nick Gage just shows up on the back of a flatbed. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Clear that was a good that's, night. That's basically the same. That energy. that was one of those uh, moments that really made me think the wrestling was going to be okay and the whole world was going to be okay through COVID. Yeah, that's true. Was and that's why ICW was our you know twenty twenty promotion of the year, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's you know King Haku used to come out on a fucking palanquin. It's it's, it's got palanquin's like, a real... like covered, right? Isn't palanquin like a covered litter? I don't know off the top of my head, honestly. There's a word for this. It's good. Not... I mean, the whole thing has a real WrestleMania free vibe to it. Yeah. But like, it also bizarre. looks like a little ring. It looks like it's got little ropes. <laughs> yeah, she looks great. Um, it took me a second to realize they were both wearing boxing gloves. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and then and... Uh, Medusa's got the mouthpiece pretty, like, she's, like, sh- sort of letting it hang out and showing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know if this was, like, a boxing match or what. There's a crazy amount of streamers for Medusa. 
Um, People love her. She's yeah. uh, she's deuce. She's a goose. Yeah, I, I mean really she's sure. she's wearing her own t-shirt out. She's with, wearing uh, no. She wears an Aja Kong t-shirt out. She she wears and it, rips to it the open, ring, and then suddenly she's got the Medusa promo t-shirt. Who's Medusa shirt? Yeah, ever the worker. She know? rips open the Aja Kong shirt and reveals it on her own shirt under it. Um, it's a pretty cool move. Um, yeah. I you know I kind of half forget Siobhan, that we did a whole episode on Aja Kong. We did. It was um, a while ago. It, it was a while ago, but it was, and that's the that's that ha, that's the one that has that fucking Bison Kimura Grizzly Awamoto, like the people who I wouldn't even know their names except for that match, you know. Um, and that that's a fucking great. Go listen to that episode number forty. Just guessing, forty something. It's a good episode. Punk's Not Dead, I believe the title. Yep. Yeah. Um, with Tara, friend of the show, Tara. Um, we had, we, God damn. We had, so that was the thing I was saying to Siobhan earlier, was that we needed to do at least one episode a year focusing on specifically women's wrestling, um, whether it's Japanese or whatever. Like, we got to hit at least once, you know, just for the goodness of fucking diversity, you know? Um, we're in a, a post-woke world. Where now diversity is not cool anymore again, you know? <laughs> we need to bring it back. I'm trying to be politically correct again in 2023. You heard it here. No more slurs on the podcast. <laughs> we don't even do a podcast anymore, so like, how can you do slurs if you only record every four months? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I guess I really didn't understand what this match was going to be. And I didn't know they were going to wear boxing gloves. And I was kind of apprehensive at first. I got to say, cause I don't really understand boxing. Not that this is a boxing match. Um, and they're pretty chippy to start, you know? Oh yeah. There's like, they're both taking like, cheap shots at one another around the ref just being assholes before the it's even close to starting the match well so once they get into it um it i'll tell you what it took it took me a little while i keep saying i tell you what i apologize i did that on the other podcast i recorded (laughs) tell you what um it took me a while to find my rhythm with the the language of the boxing style fighting to really like appreciate how crazy it is that they're doing full force punches to each other's faces mm-hmm. in this match and that it, it's in my mind immediately discounted by the big fucking gloves the big padded gloves but I, I mean I've been punched in the face by a person wearing boxing gloves it's fucking terrible it sucks horribly and and the belly you know i've been like i've i've felt that and it's terrible um and this is a match that largely consists of like just two people punching each other unguarded relentlessly and there are some live ass rounds going it, back and forth it's it's, it's very much it feels like something from IWA mid south or something from war it's really it's like a really grotesque fight it's got. It feels like something Ian Rotten or Tenryu would be involved with. Sure. You know? Yeah, it definitely feels it, Ian. I, I I'm with that. I don't sure. know. Just like 
Aja's a great Ian, obviously, and like oh sure, a, a, anywhere, any a, like that's really that's great. Yeah, that's absolutely Drake, true. You could see that. You know, that's not impossible. You know, the, both blondes, both questionable. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a very similar sort of like half a mobile, but half like secretly mobile sort of style they work where mm-hmm. they they mostly stand up and hit you and do nasty shit and do little tricks. But they'll surprise you with a fuck, you know, Ian will grab a dragon screw or whatever, and Aja will too. Very similar. Very, very good. I don't think I've ever thought about them as similar wrestlers, but that's that's great. That's absolutely spot on. Um, yeah. The- I'd say the only contrast is like um, throughout most of the match, Aja is really grim and stoic. She doesn't really give a lot of emotion until it's getting Ian's, real close Ian's to the cartoonish. End. Ian is, well, Ian is big. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, absolutely. The Ian, when it comes to selling in this match, is absolutely Medusa. He screams like Toyota at times. Yeah, and Deuce in this match, she her face is contorting to the point it's melting. She's just out here making like, like you're not quite sure what she's going for. There's a lot of just like cells i don't think a lot of silent stuff happening with her too though she's she's i don't know this is a this this is a match where a lot of the selling doesn't feel like selling it really just feels like yeah pure fatigue and 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 i i don't know you the the video is so crisp you can see swelling on both of their faces but especially medusa's her both of her eyes are puffy as fuck by the end of this match because it is uh, again both of them have boxing gloves on and it's mostly worked with punches. Like, I I mean, this is a hard match to talk about because the high spots are like, not, you know, not very free. You know, there's not a lot of them. Um, it is a lot of just punching and it's a lot of like Aja wailing and swarming, swarming her and wailing on her. And the ref sort of tries to keep the peace a little bit here and there. Um, and Medusa has to like sort of dodge and weave and, and try to get out of the way and delivers her shots when she can. Um, there's a point where Deuce grabs a headlock and starts doing like she gets a little overzealous, does some big sister punches in the headlock, Taja. And uh, Aja just drumps her ass with a backdrop, you know? It's just like a clear, like clearly sets up like the hubris and where it gets you. Um, I wanted to say this, this is a thing I've thought about before, um, but I want to talk about it here. Um, That this is really the heyday of Japanese ringside flash photography. Oh yeah. Um, With lots of bulbs going off, you know, just constantly anytime there's action. And I mean, I say Japanese, but just in general, the absence of flashbulbs in modern wrestling, like it's, 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 it's a part of the feeling of watching old wrestling is when the big moment happens and you just feel everybody wants to capture the moment, you know, it's it, that visual representation of people trying to capture a memory, um, means a lot, especially when you compare it to the front row at like a WWE pay-per-view and everybody's standing up with their, like with their camera phones up filming the finish of a main event that's already on fucking Peacock in HD. And they're filming it for some reason. 
Like, I was seeing like yeah, who gives yeah. Shit, dude? Like you're it's, in the front row, we can see you on TV. It is such Get a, a crazy... sign over something at least, you fucking dickhead. Yeah, uh, Sephiroth was right or whatever they fucking put on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> AEW is fucking. Uh, fucking nerds. I you know I I stopped watching when Punk left. The nerds took over. I don't know. What are you gonna do? Um, yeah, the flashbulbs. I just wanted to talk about that for a second. Um, somebody else, go on with, with, with punching. I mean, it's just like such an ugly like. There's like no real rhythm to this match at all. It's just back and forth. But just like, but that's cool. It feels like it's it's a they live fight. You know, that's great. I love that. I always love that in wrestling where it's just like. It's just gonna go until one of them is, goes down, and it's like because it's it's not like it's martial arts rules with like breaks for rounds or anything. It's a street fight. It doesn't really. It just it doesn't really make any sense, but makes <laughs> perfect sense. I love the they live comparison just for the idea of. Have you ever seen? Uh, have you seen Slava Zizek's uh, Pervert's Guide to Ideology? Uh no. Okay, well he talks at length very stupidly about the they love fight and what it means. And I would love to watch Slava Zizek uh watch this match and talk about it. <laughs> Thoughts, Misha? I I've read his um uh academic work on music and I would say I would not want that, but at the same time I would want as many people possible to see this match. You can't read it. You have to listen to him. He's a madman. He's a personality. He's much better listened to than read. Um, Haters. (laughs) I'm the one who's actually read him. But um, I just wanted to shout out the... um, A lot of this match is... like Medusa takes so much abuse in this match. She deals it out, too. But there's just like some real insane shit that she gets to get felled by. There's a point where they're in the crowd, like, Aja's thrown her into the crowd, then she's picked up one of those fucking Japanese tables yeah, and just, table. like, slammed it on her. She goes, walks away, picks up a chair, and then comes back. The table has been removed, but Medusa is, like, sprawled out in the uh, front row of chairs in the crowd, you know, just, like, spread out. There's, like, people next to her, like, two or three seats away. And next thing you know, Aja's just bringing that chair down on Medusa's carcass, just, like, to add insult to injury, chairs falling all over the place. It's just, like, uh We're right I, there, I, too. The camera's right in the crowd. It's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's... Uh, you know, there's lots of like wild stuff. I mean, the create like the just like Medusa ripping uh Aja's shoes off and then like trying to hit her up with the shoe and then Aja beats so her ass with her own shoe. I I was not sure what that was until I figured it out. Um, but yeah, they like trade a leg lock and she rip and 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 Deuce is like mostly taking the damage from the leg lock, but she's also picked an ankle too, and they're kind of going back and forth. And she pulls the shoe off, and I wasn't sure what it was, but she's sort of slapping the boot or kick pad or whatever it is. It's like a it's like a floppy, you know. It's just whatever she can find to try to hit her with, right? Yeah. And she's hitting her with it in the leg lock, and the referee is like kind of get in her face and she hits the referee in the face with it too while she's in a leg lock. It's like, that is just 
incredible. A lot of ref abuse this episode. Yeah, the refs took a lot of shit in in All Japan Women for sure. Um, and I guess yeah, there might be another one too. I think um, the uh, there's a really good uh, momentum shift here where. Um, so first of all, I want to say the 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 gloves are a weird thing where you watch these punches and you're me not really understanding boxing or being you know a fan of it. I don't really know what's a good shot, what's a bad shot. I'm not really sure mm-hmm. you know which of these punches are really hitting. Um, but then there's like moments where Aja hits the uh, the spinning back fist, the hurricane, uh, and uh, yeah. And and hits Medusa like pure like neck and ear, but with her like exposed wrist. So like using a different part of the body. And I, is that an illegal move in this match? I really don't know what the rules are here. I mean, it it wouldn't count in like traditional boxing, but traditional boxing wouldn't have like fall away slams and like Muay Thai kicks to one another necessarily. Right. This what? is this, <laughs> this is a... has a drop down. There's a drop down. There's, this a, match. there's a drop down and then there's the, the, the momentum shift that happens where Aja gets deuced down and uh, goes for a the ultimate pro wrestling move, the running splash and misses. And then that's when Deuce takes off the uh, the outer the shirt that she ripped open the Aja shirt and uses it to strangle her. And uh, but but this is where it becomes pretty clear that the as much as Medusa fights, um, Aja sort of will continue to brush it all off and just like she has the the mom- the momentum for a second and then Aja brushes it off and hits like a, a uh, German suplex, which I imagine is pretty hard to clasp your hands for a waist lock with those gloves on um yeah and then you know they she beats her with the shoe she gets like uh medusa grabs the shoe she's got this sudden advantage with a with an item with a fucking foreign object or not foreign object but a legal object that was in the ring yeah and what happens Audra just takes it from her and beats her up with it herself you know? <laughs> um and then they Vic fight style yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah um this is where I noticed how much glitter was on Medusa's jeans. I was really liking those jeans. Um, thinking about those jeans. Remember that? Um, yeah. So they, they, they do end up on the floor and they, the, the Japanese table, I think Kong gets her, uh, ankle examined by ringside staff and Medusa goes out there and just hits some random nobody who was trying to help her. Um, and then Aja, after the out out you know outside there where you talked about Misha where she just wails on her with the chair and the the table, um, she just sort of thrashes Medusa for a few minutes, and there's a couple of punches to the back of the head here mm-hmm. I think that are sort of in the corner that look a li- like uh, just a little too crazy, <laughs> like like you there's like you'd... definitely some. Uh frustrations maybe not with one another but with the match getting leaked out into those punches Mm -hmm. like the longer it goes on it's like it doesn't like at the end of the match they're crying they're hugging and it's like oh we're all friends but in that moment you have to depend on this other person who is basically like busting open your teeth accidentally or not and you're probably just like i'm gonna fucking kill this motherfucker if they try to punch me in the mouth one more all right that does it 
And so there's just like a nice level of like constantly simmering animosity. Like there's so much jaw jacking between the both of them and like making faces yeah. like what? Yeah. And it's just like you can tell that like they're motherfucking each other all the way through the match. And it's just like it's a really just like delicious tension because this is technically a novelty match. But instead of Absolutely. giving the feel that it's like just like, oh, this is the different style fight. Ooh, it's instead just something where it's like because of the conditions of the fight, it actually brings out that sort of tension and drama where even if Medusa and Aja didn't necessarily have that kind of adversarial relationship. Now it's in a point where it's just like, I've got to like fuck this motherfucker up beyond all repair if I want to get the fuck out of this ring. Yeah, so the gloves reduce it down to basis, like basic instinct, you know? It's like just like, it's it's purely just like primal fighting. You can't even do, like, you know, you lock on that, that leg bar, but you can't do any, like, with your, your fingers are all bunched up in the gloves. There's like, you, your dexterity is fucked for this. And it becomes brute force. How much force can I put behind my arm swinging through the air at this other person? And Aja is, I mean, this is, you know, there there are these comebacks in this portion where Medusa comes back. Um, but Aja continues to look like an unstoppable force. And then there is this sort of Superman punch. The big hook. It's sort of a leaping, like one-footed, that that Aja does. That sends uh, Deuce into the pirouette. Uh no, 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 no. This is before that. This is before okay. the oh. the big finish. This is there's a it's just a, it's thrown away, and it's not even sold that much. But I thought it was the hardest landed shot in the match, because um, it's before it's before the three Urikins, uh get dodged. Because that's the other thing yeah. is is they they reach this sort of crescendo here where. Um, Aja goes for like she's she's just wailing on Medusa, but Medusa's a fucking tough broad. She fights her heart out, and um, and Aja goes for the Urican. She goes for it three times in a row, and Medusa very carefully and narrowly escapes and evades each one of them. Um, her face at this point, you see, like it's a close up. Her face is swelling up. She looks like she's been in a fucking fight. Um, and then she lands this sort of short combo of punches and Aja ends up on her knees for a count for the first time. She goes down from punches for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, if my memory serves uh, right, I believe that in celebration of that, uh, Medusa pretty much pulls an ultimate warrior and starts. Yeah, back, shakes the ropes. The ropes. And yes, I believe it's, that is where that happens. Yes. Pure, <laughs> just, just like a perfect sort of like pure idiot glee and that sort of moment minnesota mayhem these two these two fucking neanderthal women are just like going to town and it's just yeah yeah she this is also where she does those uh those like jumping knee drops to the back of the head Mm. um and the first one of those that is like so harsh that like there's like uncomfortable groans from like people at ringside like you can hear you hear you know when like there's a thing in wrestling where it's like it's like there's no spectacular response it's not a holy shit it's not a wow that's awesome it's just like oh fuck yeah (laughs) you get that uh extremely right there and she delivers like three of those Uh, but the first one looked like hell and uh and then there's uh there's you know there's some other some fucking great punches she's got asha bent over 
in front of her, sort of a front face lock, releases it, and just fucking punches Aja in the mouth while she's bent over. There's a couple of these punches that, like, I, I, could, I would have to timestamp them to say this is the specific punch, but a few of these punches are just absurd. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We almost need somebody like Phil, since Phil has like actually boxed and all that, to gauge some of these punches. Yeah, oh, you know, we need just crazy. like we need like, Ariel oh, Hawani. That, that that one nailed her. Oh yeah, now that one's worked. <laughs> oh, that one isn't. We need we need uh we need box rec gray or whatever you know. Come on, oh. this match. friend of the sh- friend friend, friend of the show. Yeah, good guy. Uh, he's he's my friend. Yeah, good guy. He's great. He's uh, great. Yeah, great. Great. Bork. It's a fucking. I'm just. Uh, I'm. I'm starting to get silly. <laughs> Starting. Bork. Bork. Yeah. Bork. Indeed. Uh, so Deuce is, is. She ends up getting a little overzealous. Uh, she hits a missile drop kick, which is great. Yes. And then she goes for the cover because she has brain damage from this match, <laughs> and the ref doesn't count and is like what are you doing you dumb white bitch like get the fuck up um to make it to make it even better like just to add insult to injury like as medusa's feeling realizing this she gets a punch in the back of the head yeah she just destroys her again yeah you stupid bitch what the fuck yeah and then she she hits her with the hurricane which knocks medusa sort of down but she gets back up really quick and then the second one finds her you know, spinning around like she's in Mike Tyson's punch out and she fucking spits her mouthpiece out and it's clearly over before the, she even, you know, before the count even starts. Um, and it's a great finish and it's earned and the match is definitely weird. It's definitely hard to find the, I don't know, to, to vibe with it, to get in like, this, all these punches are real, even though they look kind of, sh- you know, because it's a, the gloves, the gloves look kind of shitty. I don't know. It's really weird. Um, but it's, once... a, it's got a freak just... show appeal. You know? Yeah, you it's just like, like go yeah. with it. Yeah. It's the, it's the women's version of like those weird, um, the, uh, the public bath fights with, uh, the headbangers <laughs> yeah. in IWA Japan or whatever. The yeah. headhunters? I, I said the headhunters, didn't I? You said the headbangers. Uh, the headbangers would have been great in that match. I just they would have been great in that match. Low down in uh, FMW would have been great, but that's neither here nor there. Absolutely. So. It's a, a, a timeline that is yet to be explored. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a psychotic match. And yeah, it's like an anti-spectacle, the gloved punching. But, you know, it's the super crisp video. Uh, it really shows how badly they fuck each other up. And... Uh, like I told you earlier, Siobhan, this is like another, like, this is a great weirdo gimmick match to put in the old Wrestling is Gross cannon alongside Yard Call. Yard uh, Call. King of the Road. Yard Call. Say it back. Yard, yard Call. call. Um, yeah, King of the Road. Fucking, I'm, I'm sure there's others. <laughs> I can't think of them now. 20 uh, Minutes in Hell, ring the fucking bell. 20 Minutes in Hell. Uh, the, the, what was that ghetto shoes match? The ghetto, <laughs> ghetto shoes match. <laughs> yeah, we've had. I was some just good revisiting times. that like the other day. What a great all right. Where are you? RIP yeah. to all and whoever involved who are who are dead and yet to be dead. Corporal Robinson still with us? He's yeah. still with us. 
He was like really fat the last time I saw him. I hope he's yeah, I hope that he's... insane eight where he's the guest rep. Yeah, that was it. That was it. All right. Sometimes cool. being fat is good. Hey. I love it. I love being. I love fucking. Got to prove for. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 eating, folks. I'm eating. Um, love those benefits. Uh, oh, yeah. Want to do something completely different? Yes. All right. There's no date on this besides 1991, right? Yeah, I have no fucking idea when it's aired uh, or when this was recorded or anything. I just, I know, I think it happened in 1991. That's the thing that makes sense to me. All right. Can you tell me what LPWA stands for? Ladies Professional Women's uh, <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> Ladies Professional Wrestling Women. Association. Ladies Professional Women's Association. They all wear suits, and they—they're basically all secretaries. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like in all seriousness, I believe LPWA is like a very distaff relation to like the post glow sort of uh, fracture promotions, like Wow and all yeah. that sort of stuff. That because I—I I know in early episodes you've got Ivory as Tina Moretti, and some of them as your you know standard. This is the one who can actually work. And then you get your um, your uh, uh, Black Venuses and something like that. Uh-huh. And then you eventually get Medusa, who's you know coming back from Japan with her you know newfound skills. Right. You know, the, this is Medusa uh, Michelli versus Nasty Linda from Ladies Professional Wrestling Association. Is that right? Yeah. Nineteen ninety one question mark. Um, so this is pre-Dangerous Alliance then, obviously? Yeah, this is pre-her even getting into uh, WCW. Yeah. Does, now, I guess we'll talk about it in a minute. We'll talk about it after this. Um, LPWA, Siobhan, what, what's, what is it? What's this company? It was, um, it was like a... Like, uh, tell me literally promotion. what it is. <laughs> it was a women's promotion that was uh, largely run out of uh, Minneapolis, uh, seemingly by, uh, by Eddie Sharkey. I would see, it would seem like the sort of people who were, um, oh. you know, they, they, who were not necessarily uh, just rivals of Vern Gagne, but there's also, like, there's a lot of people who were, who had worked on uh, fucking wrestling in, in that area. And they're like, all right, let's just do some wrestling stuff. So Shit, did... what are we going to do? We don't have money anymore. Vern is fucking paying us. Right. Yeah, this is, yeah, Vern's done. AW is done by 91, right? It's done. It's, it's pretty over. much done. Yeah. It's, 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 about so, to, it's about to be done. Was, did they, did Eddie Sharkey and Vern and those Midwest guys, did they train a lot of women in this era? Are there, is this like a pool of actual talent? Or are these women from all over America or whatever coming? It seems here? that they're somewhat from all over America, but I wouldn't be surprised if there are a good number who are just you know because of the I mean because of like the amount of women who came in the AWN in eighty uh, six eighty eight sort of era. Right. So they had a more they had more action for for women than than the WWF did really. I mean I don't know eighty seven obviously is the the famous. Uh, jumping bomb, bomb angels and glamour girl stuff, but besides that, like, there's not a lot of interesting stuff happening in WWF in any of these eras, right? Rock and Robin, like it's a yeah. weird, it's a really weird time to think about women's wrestling, and the fact that it was so focused on for like you know the Wendy Richter and stuff, Mania One, 
that feels like a at this point now feels like a Disney level grab at just like diversity or something like I'm not sure what was going on there. It's a it, it, it it's a real like uh I mean it was it was it was a good plan it worked and it wasn't but it just wasn't like all of like Vince's like attempts with women are like uh complicated by Vince being an idiot and Vince also sure. trusting primarily Mula, who was an idiot and an asshole and one of the worst who didn't give a shit who ever existed in the business who yeah who could have stayed in uh, money forever if she'd really wanted to but just couldn't ignore the just couldn't ever give up any kind of control yeah yeah i don't know it's 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 interesting because 91 by 91 there is no there's like women's title and WWF is dead, right? Yeah. It doesn't exist at all. Like yeah, the women not. in WWF are Sherry and Sapphire and they're the only ones who worked a match in 91 probably, right? Yeah. Like seriously, did any other women wrestle? I don't think. I, Maybe I think Luna, but like Not in 91 huh. though. Huh. She would have oh, been around. Oh, no, you're yet. right. You're absolutely right. I don't know. It's, it's But yeah, no women's wrestling at that point is pretty much dead. Uh, all over America at that point. Like, I don't know if anybody was getting any real work outside of Japan. So weird. So weird. It, it really, you know, they try. They try to just kill it off, basically. Um, yeah, LPWA. This is uh, this is a weird choice. Uh, <laughs> this match. I mean, I, I like well, that we have something. From this era. Um, it, yes, because it's sort of like, it's hard to explain what the hell the idea is with, um, the, like, 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 what is women's wrestling in the early 90s? It's, yeah. Yeah. And, and the fact what that are we doing? someone who is, like, an international superstar and would become, like, the biggest women's wrestler of the 90s in the U.S., is also yeah. here. Yeah. It's just like you, you were going to end up in this weird realm doing these, uh, like, casino tapings and shit. There's just no around, way around that. It's very seedy. I want to uh, – all right. So, yeah, she's here. And you mentioned uh, – Misha, you mentioned uh, Mar- uh, Lisa Moretti. Is that her name? Ivory? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Tina here. Moretti. Tina actually. Moretti. Sorry. I, yeah. You know. No, I, I got it wrong the first time. You're oh, oh, okay. I'm just oh, parodying. I think it's – um, I thought that she wrestled as Tina, but she the real name is Lisa, isn't it? Oh, that might wow. be. The... Could we all be right? What if we were all right? What a perfect world. Isn't that? So she's here. And is there anybody else from uh, this? Like, Cornette does commentary on a couple of these shows. Well, she's great. What, wait, uh, Cornette. Sorry, no. I what? Jim Cornette, I, lovely lady. Who, you're talking about? Yeah, we're talking about wrestlers. Yeah, like who uh, is, oh. is there talent that appears? I mean, like, that's oh, that yeah, that is talk, extremely uh, interesting though. That Cornette, the glamour was here. girls who are like past the peak, obviously. So like, Judy just Trump shows up, basically. Everybody who isn't like like de- who was like still alive and still like physically able to like. So monster get rapper's payday. not dropping in. It's very much like a transitionary well, period. Oh. Who were the or, other uh, big American? I mean, who else could it be? Who else is like around? Reggie Bennett and Terry Power and stuff. Okay. 
God, it is really a fucking wasteland at this point. And it's still, like I like I mentioned before, it's still you've got definitely some traces of the classic glow style wrestlers. Like in other matches we watched, you got your mandatory two or three weird faux uh, Arabian gimmicks. Yeah, I can see that uh, being here. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's and it's like it's it's you know like uh, I mean even the nasty girls are basically (laughs) the nasty boys, but like as mall rats and but they're also look 36 it's yeah all very incoherent but the nasty you know. girls all right who's the other one do we know her name nasty cat nasty cat and folks nasty linda um nasty i'm gonna linda start does. off by saying is there a picture of nasty linda in a bathroom spreading her asshole open out there. Jesus I think you would Christ. think about that. You'd wonder that. Allah. And the answer is I don't know. Nasty knobs. Nasty knobs. boy knobs. I mean, she's definitely the knobs of this team. She's the knobs. Of... Oh, she's the Brian for for absolute sure. Um, what do we know about Nasty Linda? Can we talk? She's uh, built from Beverly Hills. Do we know anything um, about Nasty Linda? Can we do the deep dive on Nasty Linda? She had a couple of matches with Medusa in this promotion. Okay. Are they all as good as this one? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really watched them yet, but I am interested. There's a, it's a limited supply of the LPWA, but um, this match honestly convinced us to keep I'll tell you who gave out an unlimited supply. Who is that? Nasty. I'm sorry. Go on. I didn't mean to Yeah, Linda M. Joaquin was the real name. <laughs> Killer Kowalski trainee. So, hey. I think Kowalski so, hey. trained, like, a decent amount of the, of the women here because he, he just trained anybody who fucking give money. And that's yeah, great. like Triple that's H, That's the way right? you should do it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the story? Just gave him money and said, all right, I don't know. <laughs> Nasty <laughs> Linda also <laughs> showed up once in TWA uh, wrestling Misty Blue. That's great. Uh, you know, you know, again, also trained by Kowalski. I'm really fucking happy for her that she gets to do that. <laughs> no, it's, I just like Linda. Nasty Linda is just like she's just like ripping limbs, and she's just like I mean, I just think she's just like like this is such a funny match to include. <laughs> yeah, it's like she's... a weirdo who's just like real. I mean, it was really like she's really trying to like put a fucking. Uh, she goes for it. Yeah. She's like almost. Like, she might actually be good, but it's like... No. But she's trying. I, <laughs> I, listen, listen. You haven't seen the Nasty Cat matches. When you look at stuff like that, Nasty she Linda... pretty good. Is, and is nasty she... <laughs> Linda is basically like the... For all we know, Nasty Linda was the... Uh, the, um, the what, I'm forgetting. Tom Carter. What's his name? Reckless Youth. Reckless Youth. She's the Reckless Youth. <laughs> Of like 1990 oh. scumbag, sure. <laughs> you know, like maybe she's not the best. Maybe she's not good enough to make the jump. Yeah. But, oh man, she's going for it. Yeah, she was really Chad Colliering it up uh, down there. <laughs> the, and this whole, the whole Medusa with her run, arm ringers. <laughs> the whole Medusa run is her like just being like this maniac, like. Getting in, like, arguing in interviews with Bonnie Blackstone and just, like, being just a crazy person. I didn't watch any of the promos, but I saw she gets in the fucking 
right in the camera and fucking makes a face and then she struts <laughs> she struts at the end of this video so i she, assume she all was on her coke. strutting and dancing is crazy and really hilarious back in america <laughs> using our drugs again our fabulous minnesota cocaine <laughs> she's fucking on one in this i mean they both are nasty linda nasty linda is that all we have on Nasty Linda? I guess there's not a lot of info. I looked her up. I can't... It's hard to figure it out, but there's, like, I mean, I would watch those matches. Nasty, I mean. Oh, I'd like, watch Nasty Linda do all kind of stuff. Yeah, Nasty Linda's a beast. Nasty Linda's a beast, okay? Let, let, let's just establish that. Yeah. We have nothing. You just have to, like, dig around and find the, bitch. Like, find the uh, shoe fucker Geocities pages of the people who would know every detail about yeah. Nasty Linda. Somebody you knows know. her address. Somebody. Somebody yes. out there could get her address for us right now. Roy Lucier, if you're out there. <laughs> if you're out there and you know the Nasty Linda's address, Roy Lucier, hit us up at Touching Roy, Blood. You know, if if you don't know, hook us up with Fumi Saito or like yeah. Rob Naylor. Rob Naylor probably knows where. No, the, Ro- the Roy out. Lucier Gucci shirt photo with the Nasty Cat and Nasty Linda. Um. Ooh. That is that is a holy grail photo for sure. Um, so Medusa's about a foot taller than her. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, and clearly just the way they stand in the ring together, about a thousand times more confident. Um, Medusa's clearly just brimming with fucking star power, and Nasty Linda's just some lady. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but she does this sort of Luna Vachon style, like guttural huffing and puffing. Um, she's got like a kendo stick for some reason. This yeah. white woman with a random kendo stick. Very early, maybe the earliest sighting of a Singapore cane that I've seen. Siobhan? Uh, perhaps, yeah. 91? I think it's supposed to be like, we're here to counter your martial arts, Medusa. Sure. So they just went to the You know, I, mean, I guess there the are kendo sticks because there's kendo gimmicks, right? Yeah. In wrestling. So that probably does. Yeah. That's probably not. But still, yeah. Um, so she does some really ugly, shitty arm ringers. Oh, <laughs> uh, they looked great. Yeah, they're great. They, they are they're, great. They're fucking whip, dude. Who cares? No, Where it's it's wild. Like she, it's it's some real like backyard wrestling shit. Um, mm. She's like yelling "shut up" at the crowd. Um, and then Deuce reverses the arm ringer and does this arm breaker on her like over the shoulder. That just looks so fucking severe. Just the force that she does it with, but also the fact that uh, she's a foot taller, so it's like a shoot arm breaker over. It just like looks like you could dislocate her shoulder, um, and then kicks her right in the tits, just right in the fucking chest. <laughs> Floors nasty Linda, and I I was concerned this was gonna be like a Ronnie Garvin squash, you know. No. I was a little worried that Bobby Eaton had showed up in the studio to fuck up Nasty Linda, you know, or whoever, whoever you're, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, she has this, like, wraparound clothesline that, like, Nasty yeah. Linda doesn't even know how to bump for because she's got a fucking arm around her neck. <laughs> to, to, to be fair... Deuce That's might have been the most capable person that Nasty Linda ever had to work. Because remember, most of Nasty Linda's opponents are people yeah. who are like, you know. Who are like, worse than Nasty Linda. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, again, it's the bar is so confusing. It's basically, oh, yeah, we're sending uh, Chris Benoit to work uh, the uh, main talent of this one 
Yeah, like Central Pennsylvania indie. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is Medusa does these things like that clothesline where she she could make it nice and clean, but she chooses not to. She does this like the stalling scoop slam and like walks around with her for a minute. <laughs> she just like literally picks her up, just like walks over to the camera, like this is what you are. Yeah, yeah it makes a wild face. It's so good. She is just feeling herself all kinds of ways. Yeah. And I guess we do. Linda does get back on offense. And yeah, she's not horrible, but she looks a little lost. Um, and then there's her friend, uh, Nasty Cat, Nasty Cat. Um, who wails on Deuce with the stick and some, some nice hard clubbing shots on the floor. And then when, when Medusa gets back in the ring after this, which should lead to like something, right? Nasty Linda charges her as she's coming through the ropes, and and Medusa just sort of tackles her, just like nonchalantly, just cuts off any offense she might have planned. Fuck your shit. Hits the wildest, ugliest spinning heel kick you've ever fucking seen. Um, and I love an ugly spinning heel kick. Oh, she's so good at them. Yeah. Oh yeah. She and it never hits the same twice, which I gotta respect. In any that's person. shoot style, baby. <laughs> that's that's just letting the earth take over, you know. That's that's uh, that's that, that's the true karate style. We've seen there's fucking like different style fights where you're just yeah. like, throwing legs at places and it's just like, all right, well, it went where I wanted it to. Yep. It's called. You're on the ground now. Poetry in motion. That's what it's. That's what it's called. Um, Linda gets up and feeds just directly for a kick to the chest that you you can tell she's like already regretting before <laughs> and she just gets fucking smoked and then uh deuce goes for a pile driver and linda bites her thigh which is pretty good um i feel like an extended oh, yeah. match between these two could have been really good like 15 minutes with like a real nasty dynamic you know where linda's like biting and stuff um, I feel like there's there was like a really good match between these two that could have been unlocked. That it's not this, but this is a good promise for what could have been a good, you know, a house show match. Just the idea, it just it's just so much fun Main to event. see Medusa working this little scrub, right? Yeah, you know, that's like it. There's not a lot to it. It's just also nasty. Linda's nasty. Linda's a freak. She is nasty and, and, and a real bitch. She's you know, real nasty. A real one. You know, we're here for. <laughs> Ride or die hoes and such. Yeah, so, yeah. I would die for uh, nasty cat. I'd take her out. Nasty ways. I'd, I, I would, I would, I would, I would chat up nasty Linda. She's kind of my type. Nasty, you know, named Linda. Check, check. <laughs> um, yeah. She so Deuce, Medusa hits a uh, like a Fujiwara armbar takedown. Uh, yeah. And and but Linda doesn't know that she's supposed to go face down for it, <laughs> so it's just kind of awkward. Um, and then Deuce just picks her up, gives her a German suplex. But then Nasty Linda can also not keep her legs overhead to make the bridge work. And now Deuce is pissed and delivers the finishing move here, which is, I guess, got to be one of the, again one of the earliest video evidence of. Uh, Someone grabbing a hammer lock to do a, f- <laughs> right? This is like yeah. Andrade's. So I mean, this is a, it's a it's a suplex. She flips her over um, instead of Andrade uh, doing the DDT. But like ninety one, 
It's a it's it's a hammerlock capture sort of front face lock suplex overhead. Well, that's shooting, baby. It's you know, that's... it's fucking cool. <laughs> that's a Fujiwara style. Yeah, I like to imagine Charlotte showing Andrade this match, and he was like, "I will use this as my finish." <laughs> right. Well, I mean, all of his Dave Christ offense, you know. Yeah, well, Dave Christ also a huge fan of Medusa versus Nasty Linda from LPW. Well, well, who could be who could be any kind of uh, aficionado of wrestling and not be? I love Dave Christ. He's the good Christ. I mean, he's the bad no. Christ, but he's <laughs> he's better at wrestling. Wrestling, yeah. Than Jake, I mean, yeah. I mean, I use the term wrestling loosely. I try to use it as loosely as possible. Um, yeah, wrestling's great. I can't remember which Chris is re- which. Uh, Dave, Dave is Dave a rapist. I, I know them now. Dave Chris is our rapist, but he's a better wrestler. He's also fatter and uglier. He's Jake Christ is hair. not a rapist, perhaps. Are we sure that Jake Christ isn't uglier? But never mind, it's not important. Oh, no, Dave is Well, that dark uglier. hair is just so... Dave is... I've... I've given that man the middle finger uh, inches from his face. I can tell you what. There's photographic evidence of it. He's got a lot of places in his face where he shouldn't have places. Yeah, Dave Christ is one ugly motherfucker. Yeah, but Jake looks like somebody I got in fights with at, like, uh, restaurants where we were both working as dishwashers. (laughs) You know, he just has that real fucking, like, you know, won't shut the fuck up about Tech 9 energy. Sure. Sets that's, me off. That's Jake Christ. And you know, Dave, his brother, could not get hired to be a dishwasher at that job, is what I'm saying. <laughs> There's you something know, to be said about that. There is something. That's what makes you a better wrestler. Um, do you, his do you, brother's Flip Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, his brother. Um, Alundra Blaze versus Bull Nakano from the WWF. Do we want to move on to this? Yeah, let's uh, move can on. Can I actually the... get like uh, two minutes? We're gonna do it. We're, all right, like, this this is all right. Just, we're, this is just, great. Just riff for a minute, and I. Oh, you're gonna like okay. We're gonna promise. riff. I mean, I could take a break. Uh, do you want to go for the break? I'm you, okay. Siobhan, Siobhan's okay. All right, you go. All right, I'll be right back. Go ahead. So, Siobhan, I want to tell you. Tell me about something. I well, we're gonna talk a little bit about not the match, but the pre. For this is SummerSlam '94. Sure. Okay. Um, so I scrubbed through. We're on Peacock now, right? And yeah. I, so I, the timestamps don't work, but I scrubbed through until I got to roughly the time that you had. Yeah, given they're me. approximate. They're yeah, approximate. no, no, it's great. It's great. I and I, you know, I love to watch a little bit of whatever came first. And right before this was a clip of Leslie Nielsen and George Kennedy backstage looking for the undertaker right yeah you know this right it's is george kennedy am i seeing the right person yeah george kennedy. Yeah. Yeah, george i guess kennedy. yeah yeah it was i mean because like he's he's not in naked gun you know but they, as far but, as i'm aware it's like yeah i don't know i don't i don't really know the bits i don't know i'm not i'm not a naked gun guy um or an air uh, zucker abraham's guy I, it's not my not my tempo um but them looking for the undertaker so like this would have been i think and we've talked about this before um this would have been like maybe the fourth or fifth pay-per-view that me and my dad ever watched like together right mm-hmm. live 
Yeah. And I think, and I've never been able to clock it, but I think I, it was either Survivor Series 93 or Rumble 94 that would have been my first pay-per-views. Um, and I, I've mentioned this before, but I remember specifically having nightmares from The Undertaker's Ascension after he's uh, after the corrupt Yokozuna, Cornette, connect, you know, cartel, Yakuza, uh, consisting yeah. of all of those gangsters, uh, Kama, Tatanka, Tenryu, you know, like <laughs> they all they all showed up and put him in a casket, and then he ascended to heaven, presumably. Um, but anyways, that freaked me out as a kid. So I remember that. But then I was also thinking today. I really remember the Doinks versus King and the Midgets. Sure, yeah. And that's 93. That's Survivor Series 93, right? I think that's oh. my first pay-per-view. I think that's the, And I would have been four and a half years old, which makes sense. That's when I'm – I mean, I, you know, we live in the age of the WB Network and Peacock, so I have no idea when I would have started buying pay-per-views for my four-year-olds, but makes sense, right? Sure, yeah. It's a weird time. Misha, are you back? I'm back. All right, cool. Um, I was talking about my history with WBF which, which pay-per-views. Year is, uh, uh, dang, like, uh, Doink and the Little Clowns versus uh, King the Little Kings versus uh, which year has Hearts versus uh, Sean and the Court. So that the is... The year after Lawler. That's the year where Lawler can't... Uh, he got arrested for... Uh, for you know, fucking uh, uh, like thirteen year olds and shit. So yeah, maybe for Doink. Yeah, the little king. Yeah, no, is that ninety four then? That might be ninety four. Yeah, because because it's the hearts versus sure. the kings is ninety three. You're right. So yeah, the first review I saw might have been might have been Rumble ninety four. So this is right in that 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 era. So I remember, you know, the Undertaker versus Undertaker stuff. I'm a little older than both yeah. of you, and I was like, I was really into. Undertaker versus Undertaker, um, and the idea that there was a fake, right? Yeah. So that was cool. Um, and, but I don't remember this match specifically, but I must have seen it when I was five years old because we ordered this pay-per-view. I remember it, you know? So there's that. Um, Bull Nakano, who I have been horny about on this show before. And I will do my best to resist. You'll be horny again. Yeah, she's got shoes on in this match, right? She's got shoes on. Yeah, so no worries. She's also got um... Medusa doesn't though. That's true. And one of the first one of the first moments I ever talked about feet on this show was Medusa when she climbed the War Games cage. You remember that? Of course I do. Before I that was before I fully committed to being a foot guy. I'm thinking about becoming. A uh, yes, I'm thinking. That's my I'm thinking. Of, <laughs> yeah, COVID really fucked me up. Now I'm really only in defeat and nothing else. Man, that's <laughs> okay. Sean and the Knights versus the Hearts, a 31 minute match, and that's 93. Yeah, and that's where he kicks his leg out of his. No, that's that, but that's where the he that's planted the seeds for his leg out of his yeah. leg. Yeah, which I believe is. Uh, this is this is the thing that uh, match, like yeah, like Bruce had come up with for this whole plan, and then they're like, yeah, we're not doing this. And it's Bruce and Keith. That yeah, match Bruce... probably sucks, right? Those it's guys all much... suck. <laughs> and who are who, much... it's Barry Darso, and it's like Tim. Uh, who... Nah. Okay. Who are the it, knights? Uh, Hammer. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Morishima? <laughs> Sorry, say again. Uh, Horror Witch is here. Yeah, I, I knew and, it was Barry. Okay. And uh, Jeff Gaylord. Jeff Gaylord. Gaylord yeah, Fokker? he was like. He was, he was a UW, uh, like a. <laughs> NWO <Memphis> Sting? <laughs> what on. if that was, yeah. He was just a guy. Okay, cool. Jeff he was Gaylord. He's more of a Memphis guy. He's yeah. more of a Memphis guy. Yeah, Jeff Gaylord. So, Bull Nakano, just, right? Just a 31 fucking minute match. Holy 31 shit, that's minutes. That's great. Match. Why the fuck are we talking about it? Because you were match? gone and we had to do I something. I came back minutes ago. There <laughs> Did is you? no reason that you two should be tormenting yourself with Shawn Michaels. No, we're Where talking the about the mystery we... partners. We're it's talking a... about a 31 fucking minute we're match. We're talking, we're talking about the Shawn Michaels. Five minutes about the 31 minute match is the least we could do. And also, it's a Bear memory. Korowitz. Also, we're talking about my memory of the first pay per views I ever saw. So I share no, a birthday that, with that man. All right, hey, bitch. you you want to talk about Bull? All right, first of I all, I want to talk about Bull. Luna's Let's here. Talk about Bull. Bull has <coughs> the most incredible 18th century coat and the tallest blue hair ever, and she looks like a cross between Barry Lyndon and fucking Zoo Warriors from the Magic Mountain. All right. Yeah. I love her so fucking much. Nobody has ever looked like this outside of a cartoon. She's looking like a real princess, and it's just fantastic. Mm. It's also um, – so this would never have come up, obviously. Uh, but so um, all of the Joshi explosion happens because of the, um, the crush gals being modeled after – uh, Rose of Versailles and Lady Oscar, which is basically playing on the idea of like medieval fantasy, um, uh, lesbianism vibes, and all that sort of stuff. You sure. see that like with uh, in cartoons with uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena and like stuff like that. And this is probably the first and maybe the only time those vibes ever come to <laughs> um, America. Because the thing is. Vince definitely chased away any uh, female uh, under the age of 40 who didn't have kids to buy action figures away from WWE. So he never had the genius to, like, market, like, like just, like, masculine-esque dyke bitches to 14-year-old girls yeah. who were just going to go home extremely confused it. and need to buy every poster possible. He missed out. He missed out, and we missed out. Frankly, they kind but, of figured that out in the last ten years, but like in a different way. I mean, obviously the, the culture's the, different, but the last five years for sure. Yeah, I, mean, I like, say ten. I, yeah, two thousand seven years until like twenty fifteen. I'm I'm on TikTok a lot because I I hate myself, and it's a, it's a I fine see service. So, We're on there. Rest I see rest. so many girls just responding to Rhea Ripley with reckless abandon, and Rhea Ripley is like just some like fucking twenty three year old Aussie nerd who doesn't even know. But like fucking like she just like leans into those pinfalls and all of these fucking blue-haired girls with pronouns are just going like ah and that is that, that what's what's their what's the day of reckoning or whatever what are they called 
uh, Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Okay. Which is a which is a pay per view. So I mean, I don't. I think that's insulting to my memories. Yeah, that's insulting to the hour long Iron Man match between The Rock and Triple H. Um. They yeah that that stable they're all uh, they're all that's a queer stable isn't it? Am I wrong? Well, I, I, they're no. all. They're, you, got, like, you got gay ass <laughs> Balor. You got fucking uh, Punishment, who's gay apparently now. He's he's out there running train, flip flopping, pitching and catching with yeah. Matt Riddle. Uh, you, you know, and I'm happy for something. Uh, fucking and Dominic's Dominic, just confused. He's trying to figure just, out what what their place is. In the yeah, world. He's dear boy. Yeah, yeah. I I, I support that stable. Um, I'm, I'm glad to hear they're big on TikTok. I'm sure the matches are terrible. Flip, uh, flapping. I, I watched the Saudi show, uh, part of it. Cause I just had to see Logan Paul wrestle for the world title. Is it Logan or is it, it's Logan, right? It's Logan. Yeah. Oh, that is depressing that that is what it is, but. I know. I'm... Jake is well, the one who's on roids and having inexplicably good boxing matches. Was it good? Well, the thing is, <laughs> I lost well, like, yet. He hasn't. He's like fought people who actually have real careers. Yeah, and was Anderson won, Silva? So is like... that right? Yeah. That's bizarre. I hate the world. Got... I really, I, mean, I really cannot it... believe that's that's what we're doing. We're doing like this weird, like the most high end version of backyarding, basically. Yeah. Like Logan Paul and Bad Bunny, and like. Yeah. I mean, Knoxville was one thing, though, because Knoxville's. Yeah, but like the Mayweather Big Show match is a masterpiece. Right? Yeah. We still say that, right? Yeah, but okay. Mayweather's Floyd Mayweather. He is one of the he, greatest pro wrestlers ever uh, to ever, ever do this. He's not the like thing. A, a reggaeton star or a YouTube guy. Yeah. Yeah, people like, I don't know, people seem to like those Logan Paul performances. Uh, Mel kind of fucked everything up. Uh, Stephen Mel, the Arrow dude. So yeah. So blame this on Cody. Mm. Huh. It's all Cody's fault. I can fault. live with blaming this on Cody. Absolutely. I, can, I, blame, I blame the failure of the punk thing on Cody. Yeah, it's definitely because not Bam Bam Bigelow and Lawrence Taylor's fault because that was great and it was an isolated yeah, thing. And it, no, it, yeah, because and then you'd have to blame like Kevin Green and Mongo and Reggie White. That's and a great that, match that, too. That, that's your, oh, that's such a good match. When we do the football players, and Carl episode. Malone stuff is sillier, but that's those guys are also like beasts, so yeah. it's okay. Is that a show? Can we do a Jason whole episode Hervey about at this rate? Jason Hervey didn't ever. He didn't never wrestle, strap though, right? on the boots. He looked he good though at ringside. Yeah. Yeah, but he got into the business. He lived through the '60s, and well, then he made it to the business. Mean? Then we're playing Freddie Prince Jr. No, Bob no, Mold. Freddie Prince came after. What about Bob Mold? We'll do our Bob Mold episode. Was it Bob Mold? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we're talking about uh, revolutionary girl Utina. Is I think the last thing we talked about on was that what it's called? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Say that again. A revolutionary about... girl Utena? Is that not it? No, yeah. Um, no, Rosa Versailles is the uh, oh, sure. okay. origin one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Uh, like, uh, it's just like it It means nothing here in America, obviously. But in Japan, it caused basically uh, an epidemic of girls being like, wouldn't it be nice if like uh, a girl like was 
was like a boy because <laughs> boys are such creeps and girls are amazing. And that's the thing that keeps Chigusa and Nagayo still getting paid in 2022. Like you can see recent shows of her. She's coming out into the crowd singing. She's like this 60 year old butch grandmother, but she's like <laughs> holding her hand out to, you know, moms in the crowd. And you're seeing them like melt in just like, I can't go down this road. And it's just like, <laughs> that was a cultural moment for Japan that um, we've never, unfortunately, gotten to achieve. And so similarly, you've got Bull coming out dressed to the nines, looking incredibly regal. But the problem is just that it's like, she's out here fighting Medusa as a Lundra Blaze, who is basically in a Lycra superhero suit, which... <laughs> Now, to be fair, the way that Lycra superhero suit uh, completely conforms around Deb's ass, especially for when she comes to the ring and the camera just very brazenly just like is like about to go right into her sphincter. It's just <laughs> like, it's God bless Vince for his occasionally stumbling onto good shit. Uh, but yeah, this is none of that is going to translate to anyone here and obviously there's no teenage girls to begin with so well i'll say this as a five-year-old boy i thought it was i thought i was pretty enamored with her um i i don't know what i specifically thought but she had the fire designs on her gear and it was it was you know as a kid it i mean what the women are wrestling now it was like crazy to me Mm. i know Mm -hmm. i know that she definitely left an impact on me she seemed like a big deal um, and yeah, Vince had no idea how to do any of this. The flower girls before the match, the tra- Japanese tradition, right? Um, yeah. except in Japan, usually the little girl isn't wearing a size XL Gildan SummerSlam 94 promo <laughs> t-shirt with two undertakers on it. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> to be, to be cool, fair, bro. that's the girl who goes to meet bull. Cause the one who goes to meet uh deuce is wearing like a regular dress. Right. So it's kind of fitting that like, yeah, you punk's know... not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Jerry the King Lawler, Lawler boosts Volnakano big time, um, uh, saying that she, she looks great. She's more attractive, more strong than Alundra Blaze. Um, uh, she, he mentions at one point, though, I mean, he still gets his digs in. He says that she's got more moose in her hair. She's got so much moose in her hair that she might spout, uh, spout antlers, which is a great uh, Jerry the King Lawler joke. Um, she does a nunchucks demo. Vince is very impressed. Loves all this. There's a sign in the crowd that says Bull will blaze. Which I think is supposed to mean that Bull will like fall to Alundra Blaze, right? Um, but She'll go up in flames, I guess. Yeah. But I just want to throw this out there. Dream blunt rotation. Bull Nakano. Vince McMahon. Referee Tim White. <laughs> And you know you invite you invite Alundra, but she like she doesn't smoke, so she leaves. So just I can't believe Deuce does what she Deuce does what she, as she pleases. She, I she didn't say, want to that I, night. She said, "Y'all have fun." Every time I think about Vince, uh, Bull Nakano, Tim White, and Bucky, you guys enjoy your blood. <laughs> you know, every time I think about the topic of Vince and weed, I think about the Spike Dudley. Uh, you you know, you got any kind bud. 
Vince <laughs> yeah, story, kind whatever. Bud. That's you've you've mentioned that on the show before. I love well, I love that because it's so weird, and um, obviously Spike Dudley's the beast. He's the best. I feel like kind just Bud just... has come up a couple times. Kind, I, I just think it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice way to talk about drugs. Um, blah, 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 blaze. I would love to get high with Tim White. Just throwing that out there one more time. Tim White, one of my dudes. Um, He's dead now. I know. I know. So is Vince McMahon. Yeah. I'd still like to smoke weed with him. Um, Vince, is, Vince is being cloned as we speak. Okay, don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, no. His brain has already been frozen at this point. <laughs> uh all right, so Nakano starts, like, hot, fucking up Blaze with, like, these insane hair mares, which we didn't really see a lot of in the um, in the, the Joshi matches, but is truly one of the craziest moves in wrestling, the hair mare, the grab by the hair and fling them 360 oh, yeah. or however fucking far they'll fly. And I'll tell you what, I, I, had, I had this done to me once um, in, a, in a backyard. I mean, granted, we weren't pros. It was my friend uh, Brian Gaspard doing the move on me. Um, AKA Azrael. He was our Azrael. <laughs> yeah. We oh, also had a wrestler. Azrael. We also had a wrestler named Azrael. <laughs> um, and, but he ripped a bunch of my hair out and it was like in his hand. And he was just like, looked at me after it was really bad. <laughs> it hurt really bad. Um, so the fact that she takes so many of those in this match and the other, especially the American matches, is just absurd. Um, that it's just like the standard starting spot. So crazy looking. Um, Bull rocks, you know, she's got the coolest leg drop. She kind of walks up and just sticks her leg out and does a straight drop, like drop it on the fucking neck. Um, and King loves her hair. And uh, he says she, she may be kin to Don King, he says at one point. And mm-hmm. then says, I don't believe so, no. And then King replies, I mean, yeah, it's cool. King says, same hair. And then they move it's on. Cool. And then Vince is just like, "What's cool? Her hair? Like he's low key or something?" Yeah, Vince <laughs> is this weird Vince mode that I that nev- you never see otherwise. Really, he's, he's got no like, time for bullshit. Vince has just booked the Undertaker uh, versus the Undertaker as the main event for his second biggest show of the year. This man has no time for bullshit. <laughs> all right, this tomfoolery cannot Vince. condone your tomfoolery, King. Okay, um, we're going to see two Undertakers. I've booked two Undertakers. You're giving me zero Undertakers right now, so I have no time. <laughs> Mathematically, it's time for you to get the fuck out of here. Um, all right, so I want to say, is this the largest stage ever for a women's match in the post-Moolah, pre-Diva era? Title match, huge building, you know. Or maybe not a huge Possibly. building, but as big as that they were going to do in 94. At least in North America, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, yeah, yeah. WWF specifically, I guess I meant to say. Um, Bull is great. Um, but this match is, this match, I don't think this match is great. I think this match leads into the next match really well. Yeah. Um, it's, it's got like, it, it's a mini main event in its own way, but it's also like a prelim match. Yeah. Like, if it's perfectly on a spot on the card, and it's a match that is worth, remembering for damn sure but it's not like it's not like an incredible match it's just but it is it's very cool everything that happens here is good yeah 
It's nothing bad. Here. It's got the hottest finish. I mean, and again, as a as a piece of the card, this isn't. They nail the finish. They ignite the crowd big time for a, a Diesel versus Razor is next after this. So they're like the crowd is ready for more fucking heat, and and they're gonna get it with that match, obviously. Um, which I would have loved to rewatch because I haven't seen that match since I was a kid. But the the finish of this is this really uh, great series of big moves. And uh, and Bull seems to be very comfortable playing to the big American crowd. And when she misses the big guillotine leg drop to set up the finish, the crowd pops big time. And then Luna's up on the apron. Alundra knocks her off. It sustains the crowd noise. Crowd's fucking buzzing. And then she grabs this perfect German suplex, uh, German suplex hold for the three. And the crowd, like, fucking properly explodes for a second pop, you know? Like, the... You know, the fucking orchestra of it. You get them fucking rolling with the one, you keep them going, then you hit them with the fucking finish. And they really pulled it off. Um, it is one of the biggest reactions I've seen for, you know, any any match like this. Um, yeah. They fucking nailed it's real, it. It's, it's, it's real hot. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I was really impressed. Um, and then, so, okay. So, the next match, right? Alundra Blaze versus Bull Nakano, WWF, March 3rd, 1995. April uh, 3rd. Ah, sorry. April 3rd. Yeah, that... uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, the night after... Groundhog Day, of course. Who could forget Groundhog Day? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) April Fool's. Um, the, The day after Mania 11, right? Yes. Okay. Was this supposed to be on that show? I don't... No, I'm going to say no. This but really feels like a makeup to me. If, yeah, it feels like them saying, oh, you didn't get on Consolation. Which is bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, so fuck that. We're just going to go out and do what we want. Here's and seven hot minutes of the... Oh, God. It's only an hour. You, you get, like, a whole segment of it. Like, so we, we do start with these clips of Jenny McCarthy, Jonathan Taylor Thomas... Pamela Anderson and Nicholas Totoro. Yeah. Now, Misha. Yes. As a re- as a uh, um, a native of New York City, is that correct? Correct. Yes. Um, surely you're a big fan of Nicholas Totoro and the entire cast of NYPD Blue, right? Confirmed. Nick Totoro being like the grown-up star here. Is so funny to me. Um, he says he'd give up his job on NYPD Blue for a shot to be in the WBF. Nick Totoro, he did he just disappear? He is John and Ada's brother, right? Yeah, he's John's brother. I mean, he's in Mo Better Blues, you know. Yeah, he's in some of the Spike Lee movies. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's and you know what? We get a bull gets a jobber intro because of Nicholas Totoro. Which is insane. John, I'm... sure. Ada, probably. But, like, Nick, fuck that guy. I don't know. Maybe I should uh, go watch NYPD Blue again. Who's your favorite NYPD not. Blue cast member? Anybody? Oh, it's Franz. It's got to be Franz, right? Second yeah. favorite. Second favorite? Anybody a fan of uh, 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 Rebecca Delaney? <laughs> Jimmy Smith's? No? Okay. Uh, uh, Jimmy what was Smith's? I have come. Gordon Clap. Jimmy Smith's. Gordon Clap. Siobhan, Gordon Clap. 
Um, hmm. No, do you, you don't you, remember. You meant Kim Delaney for the record. Kim Delaney, sorry. Um, it's tough to say. In do you way, remember? Uh, do you remember on uh, Deadwood the Taylor? Gordon Clapp. No, that makes sense. You know, sorry, he's only in like two episodes. Sure. <laughs> Nobody remembers this. Um, anyways, <laughs> thank you. Sorry, it's getting late, and I am uh, pretty fucked up. Um, so. Deuce looks incredible, all white outfit, has pyro here that she didn't have at SummerSlam, um, which, I, you know, all of this, all this production, I imagine, supposed to be at Mania. She's got the fire. Yeah. Why is that on just TV? And then Cornette was there, I feel like, to talk about anything other than the match at first. So I, I was I was immediately out on him. But uh no, but he but he's talking about the match. He does it the entire yeah. match. Yeah, yeah, it's just a bad start. Um, this... Yeah, that, that's a very Vince thing to do. Cornet. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about the next segment or the previous segment. Let's talk about I that. I just booked an incredible match. I just signed a contract. And I think it's gonna be spectacular, Vince. I'm screaming. He was great well, at like feeding Vince, like just like. You want to recap? You want me to tell you what's going on in your own show? Here you go. <laughs> I already booked it for you. Now I'll tell you what's happening for the second time. Um, yeah. He loved it. He loved it. He kept it oh, for years. Do you think Vince still holds Cornette and, like, do, do they hate each other? No, no. I bet, no. I Well, Cornette hates Vince, but on I bet his podcast. Vince, no, in I real know. life. I, I genuinely think that Cornette has like built Vince into like this figure of pure animosity. He doesn't hate Vince the way he hates, say, like uh, Russo or whatever the fuck, where he does apparently actually deliver death threats on yeah, the guy's answering that. machine. But That's like, awesome! <laughs> I th- That's so I, cool. I, I know for a, I know for a fact that like Vince is probably somebody who's like, I would love to get this guy back. Where is he? And like. Just nobody sends the call to Jim because every other week he's getting into some different uh, controversy. Like, you know, like they've got enough people saying uh, outlandish shit on their roster who are old and crazy. The last thing they need is a guy who's as online as Jim Cornette defending if he decides to call. If, if he said that Finn Balor had an AIDS physique, you know, we would be. <laughs> We would be seeing uh, a lot of grief, and who has yeah. time? He he couldn't he couldn't exist there in in this current landscape. That's for sure. He couldn't even exist in the NWA, which <laughs> now has Tyrus as Tyrus. their champion. Shuts out. Um, somebody call no. somebody call my mom. right? Does he still just, use that uh, song? He should. Just um. Just yeah, you can just picture Triple H. Vince, uh, I think he's a liability at this time, and uh, I don't think we should bring him back. About you Tyrus know? or about Cornette? About all of the above. Oh. <laughs> just Triple H now deciding, like now that he's got the reins. I think it's time okay. for Tyrus. I can't make this guy look like Marty Skrull, so uh, I'm not interested. <laughs> When's he coming back? I miss that guy. Oh, he's in he's in Mexico all the time. I know, I know him and uh, Travis Banks. Good for them. I'm really happy for him. Um, 
so this is a very much it's it's a similar match to the SummerSlam one, but it's 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 a little beefed up, um, and and both of them feel like they've got more confidence in doing this type of match in front of the American audience now. Um, Blaze does the fucking incredible handstand top rope Frankensteiner here, um, which is you know Trish would do this later on, but she would but Blaze was so tall that she would just handstand on the mat, and Trish yeah. would uh, like do it on the ropes, obviously. Um, and then this, you know, bull is great here. She seems more confident, like I said, this time, um, and everything's sort of tighter and meaner and blaze hits the big dive to the floor. Uh, the plancha that she claims, of course, was the first thing that got her to Japan in the first place. Kick the one, the championship model. Yeah. Yeah. She's like going for it and it's a big match, even though it's on raw, um, and they hit a lot of the same sort of beats as the SummerSlam match, except they'll go a little further with each of them. So the time around, Bull hits the massive leg drops, uh, massive top, top rope leg drop. Um, we get a really bad, like ill-timed WWF feature, double feature replay, the picture in picture that yeah. almost kills the match. Uh, uh, I just, it always bugs me. Um, and I they, hate they, it's bad direction most of the time, yeah. Yeah, and I hate AEW's picture-in-picture shit, too. It's all bad. Um, Blaze hits the uh, the German suplex. Cornette says, Shades of Carl Gotch. Which... Well, yeah. She's, she, I mean, she met him when she was, uh, you know, in Florida, like, uh, hanging out at the strip clubs of Fujiwara. Yeah, Dutch. like, I, lo- I love the idea. Like, yeah, that would have been it, right? Yeah. Um, Her... <laughs> Boris, Carl Gotch, Fujiwara, just, you know, getting motorboat and titties. And, you know, and the dream. practicing bridges on strippers. Who was, Pal- uh, who was the one who uh, traveled to America and didn't that know English? That was Fujiwara. No, 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 not, not Fujiwara. The one who didn't know English and just, like, was Ricky waving Fuji? around the picture. Was that Ricky Fuji? Yeah, there I yeah. go. Add Ricky Fuji to the list of people. They're yeah. just, uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're just going gator boating and shit. They're just like going for the Everglades. Bum 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 bum. Somebody's playing the uh, banjo. Like <laughs> Medusa's playing the banjo. I don't know how Medusa learned to play banjo. She's just in the south. I want to go on a fan boat. I would love to go on one of those. Damn, I love, I love a swamp. Love a good swamp. Um, <laughs> they. The the idea of Gotch, Carl Gotch getting a shout out on WWF TV in '95 is very funny to me. Um, That's why Cornette was there. It's just yeah, like, class is the place up. <laughs> it's hilarious though, and he says it with like no enthusiasm. He's just dead inside by this point. Smoky Mountain's been dead for, or it's on its way out, or whatever. Like he's just kind of uh, whatever. Carl Gotch. Uh. Um, I she, think he's pretty energetic. He, yeah, he makes, he makes an Om Shinrikyo reference. He's having fun. He's he, actually does he make it, he I, makes an Om Shinrikyo reference in this match. I'm not 100 yes. percent sure. Well, I no, it's might. an Om Shinrikyo reference. I did you check the t- the date on that though? I did. We checked it in the moment. I didn't know we fucking did. <laughs> yes, we did. We absolutely did She's not. She's over there covertly making sure that the facts are correct. Okay, that's, so that's yes, fine. that what? Well, no, okay, so that was March twentieth. We did not check that. We did. Uh, Misha says she checked it. She she checked her facts. No, we no, no. Did Siobhan the checked the facts. 
Siobhan checked the facts and is actually forgetting that she checked the facts. You're not you are... doing what you're supposed to do where you have all the details, all the numbers. Here's the thing. Siobhan, when we – let me say this. When, I start, when we started this show, Siobhan could have rattled off the date of the Amish and Riccio shit off the top of her head. Yeah. But because of COVID, because of all the shit that's happened, now she doesn't even remember what year it happened. Door. Are you saying she's got the brain fog? We all do. We're um, all in it I'm together. Gonna make, I'm going to make a dramatic gesture, and you're just going to regret it for fucking days. <laughs> Dude, you're going to regret it for fucking days. I don't have brain fog. I'm just on like half a gram of different meds right now. Yeah. So. That's, that's, that's the same, but also different. Different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So there's uh, – she hits three German suplexes or something. I don't know. Um, she kicks out over and over. Bull does. They're really escalating here. Bull gets the upper hand, sends Blaze out to the floor, and misses a tope. Smacks yeah. the ground horribly. Hilarious sound. <laughs> Always the funniest, the thud on the missed tope, because nothing else quite sounds like that much weight hitting that much ground at one time. And then a lunger blaze hits a goddamn German suplex on the outside. The she goes prettiest she... German suplex you've ever seen. It, uh, she does the hold too, which is so funny. Yeah. And it's just like that's just the way she always does it. So you know, whatever. But then she—I gets... think it's probably the prettiest single, prettiest suplex of any kind I've ever seen done, executed like outside of the ropes. It is. Beautiful. That's an argument for that. Yeah, it's beautiful. I could not believe it. I was like losing it for this. Um. And then the finish is the you know Bull gets back on offense briefly, but she goes for that moonsault, and it's like the super high speed but short distance moonsault that almost hits Deuce despite her rolling out of the way, and it probably would have killed anyone that it came in contact with. Um, and then Deuce hits the German suplex hold for the three, and once again crowd pops fucking huge because Medusa has mastered this fucking perfect eight minute crescendo. She works these matches extremely well within the very limited parameters she's afforded, which, you know, very narrow and watching both of these matches back to back, watching her build, watching the two of them build on what they did at the pay-per-view and fit twice as much into about the same amount of time and, you know, get the big pop and fucking really, Really something, you know? Nobody else... There's no other example of anyone pulling off, like, a a splendid seven-minute women's TV match in WWF in 95. This is, like, wholly unique. This this exists only here. That's fucking cool. I don't know. I got really... I got really excited when I kind of realized that Medusa has mastered this very narrow style that she's forced to work within. And I kind of like got it. Like this was the match that made me understand her. Hell yeah. Yeah. Co-main event time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Akira Hokuto versus Medusa. Great American Bash 1997. Uh, If Hokuto wins... Medusa retires. If Medusa wins, she gets the WCW Women's Championship of the world. Yeah, title versus career. Um, I'll tell you what, I scrubbed through this on Peacock, and the first thing I heard when I stopped was uh, Mike Tanay saying, the cryonic kick. 
<laughs> so the, the match before this was something with Glacier. I'm not sure who we wrestled. I think it was Glacier and Wrath. Of course it was. Yeah. I mean, roll the dice. Well, How Glacier. many different matches could it be? It could be Glacier. Bandy was there. Could be Mortis, yeah. Oh, what a great run. That's a future episode, right? We we talked about that. The BRC? This is not an episode. It's a funny joke, but not, not a real episode. Um, okay. Uh, Coach Buzz, that's, a, that's an episode. Yeah. I don't think he actually had any matches as Coach Buzz that made TV, but I could be wrong. We can just talk about it for three hours. Um, Hokuto comes out. Uh, Sonny Ono, of course. Um. She's got a gas mask connected to her chest plate with mm-hmm. big white with a big white fluffy wig. And I said immediately, Immortan Joe, Mad Max Fury Road. Because yeah. everything I just said is a part of the Immortan Joe look. Big puffy white hair, gas mask connected to a chest plate. That's a Morton Joe. A Morton Joe. George Miller saw Great American Bash 97. And he styled the character he? of a Morton Joe after Akira Hokuto's entrance gear in this match. I mean, Hokuto always had fantastic entrance gear because that uh, sure. all Japan women's budget for entrance gear. Uh, you know, they, the money's they, on the screen, it, baby. It was just, uh, it was, it was very deep. And they like always made sure to give her like real good, like, good, like, cause she's like such a. A perfect wrestler for that. She's yeah. uh, got it. Uh, Sonny Ono uh, pop t- takes out uh, like a disposable fucking Fujifilm camera, pop a, a fucking selfie together on the ramp. Hilarious. She is uh, no, she is absolutely like a canvas for evil costuming. The She's... funny thing is, if you uh, if you know this about Hokuto, she is like now she like co-runs the assemble shows with. Uh, uh, with Chigusa, and she's just running around looking like this nice mom, like just like very plain looking, just very like she's earned s- it, just smizing, you know. And she's doing that in this in this clip beneath the mask is the funny thing. Here she is looking like pure evil, and you could see that underneath it, expressing with her eyes, yeah, she's just like, oh man, this is gonna be so great. <laughs> I can't wait. My old, and my then, old friend Deb. And then she takes off the mask, and then suddenly, this is, suddenly she's like the female incarnation of fucking uh, goddamn Fujita. Like, she's just, like, out here, just like, like, her jaw is just to the side, and she's just, like, looking at Medusa as if, like, you fucking piece of shit, bitch. I can't believe I had to come to this shitty-ass country just to <laughs> fucking beat your ass. She is pretty scary. She's really Bucky, scary. when was the last time you were in Moline? Uh, not recently. Okay. Not recently. There are two, there are at least two pay-per-views in what, in an Iowa metro area in, um, for WCW. I've never been, something. I've actually never been to Iowa, um, even though I live right next to it. Um, I don't, well, you know don't need to. why I would go there. Yeah, um, but Cedar it is Rapids. odd. I mean, I guess, I guess if there's a, I mean, that is America. This yeah. is the Great American Bash. I mean, nothing says America like Moline, I- Iowa. 
It is Iowa. I think Moline is in Illinois, but I'm not 100 percent okay, sure. It, it might be near the because I, I figured is it's it Quad Davenport Cities and yeah, and it's Quad and, Cities, and, Rock Island, Moline, Davenport. Yeah, okay, it's Quad Cities. You're right. I don't know. I've never been out there. I got friends from okay. out there, but um, why would I fucking go there? Um, those people come know. into Illinois. You know, they come in Davenport for the high taxes. Rock Island and Moline. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, they uh she she is a scary person yeah i've always found her to be really frightening the kandori matches and you know that was like my first exposure to hokuto hokuto like many people um and i've always found her to be a fucking feral animal she's i mean she's calculating obviously but she is such a fucking psycho and I don't know if this match really represents that super well. I mean, she's very grimy and shitty in this, um, and mean. But this is definitely like the uh, the family friendly, if such a thing exists, version of Hokuto. Just because it's like she's not doing the thing where she sounds like a Tasmanian devil that's been stepped on, and she isn't like pouring gallons of blood all over the place because. Obviously, you don't want to have that necessarily on the Great American Bash. <laughs> yeah, but she's still fittingly frightening, and the the Immortan Joe uh, look is striking to say the least. It's great. Uh, yeah, and, and then Medusa comes out, and she's got the fucking shiny American flag regalia, like really highlighting her tits more than we've seen anywhere before. Um, the high waist glittery glittery American flag thong over a red biker shorts. It's a hell of a look. Um, and of course it would take Bischoff to finally see Deuce as a sex object more than anyone else who seemed to book her because of, of course Bischoff, the sissy cuck bitch would love, you know, he would see big, tall, scary woman stepping on him. Right. She's mm-hmm. got tenure at the steel mill, and she's ready to fuck you up. I mean, they mail. came in the AWA at the same time, so yeah, it makes they're like yeah. they're like close. He it's knows. funny them and Paul uh, Heyman are like they all came in the AWA around the same time, except like Deuce is friends with both of these different uh, scumbags, and they just, like, have the most extreme animosity towards one another. Yeah. I imagine it has something to do with the fact that these two nerds are just looking at the one single attractive woman that's around <laughs> for files, and it's just, like, they're both resenting that it's, like, fucking, like, Eric is just, like, out here, just, like, why is she talking to Paul? He's a mouth breather and a nerd. And, you know, Paul is just looking like, oh, that bitch off, that half a fag with his fake hair. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see her being the impetus for a lot of, uh, a lot of confusion amongst uh, these creative types. <laughs> this <is> creative bigwigs. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Um Hokuto, Hokuto at this stage of her career, um, how often is she appearing in WCW? She's the champ, right? Uh, yeah. Like, is she defending the belt in Japan? Uh, not really. No. It's just Was she bringing over any other Joshi women at this stage? For like at this point, B no. and C shows. Is Kyoko Inoue or whatever getting a shot? 
No, because they already more or less went through um, all of the uh, Joshi stuff that they're going to do. They gave out the women's uh, the women's world title. They gave out the women's cruiserweight title, mm. and then Bischoff got bored of it. Or, or Bischoff, right. I don't know. Bischoff just got because he's an idiot and he's easily distracted, and he was like started thinking about motorcycles. Well, he had a pretty big roster and a lot of guys to keep happy, so. Boom, not to boom, play devil's I'm advocate. <laughs> yeah, and also so he loved cool. to ride his little bike, you know? He loved I mean, who even knows if he was in charge of anything right, at that, that point? Too, because that he, too. Was like, he was like kicked out of that position that he somehow managed to convince us all he held like five uh, times. I think at this uh, stage he's still, he's, yeah, still doing it, yeah. he's still, I mean, I don't know. But yeah, I think it's probably start. I think the, the power's starting to shift probably pretty bad. In the direction of the Nash and Hall types, um, it's probably going off the rails pretty quick. And Flair, and, and you know, there's a lot of fucking egos. It's Nash kind of... just going up to Red, just going up to Hokuto and doing an okay, you would say. <laughs> he's just doing random movie riffs that don't make sense to anybody but him. <laughs> yeah, but he's like every every time Nash or Hall would like. They they would like do a bit on you that you didn't really understand. You knew you were being owned. Like <laughs> you yeah. knew these guys were like getting one up on you, even if you didn't understand how. Like that must have been hell to work with those two guys. I mean, to this day, Chris Jericho has like a complete PTSD talking about Scott Hall. You know, he was he was mean to me, and I had my friend Scott Norton stand up to him, and it's just like <laughs> you really needed Scott Norton to get Scott Hall to stop bullying you. I mean, like, that'll do it, but at the same time, like, fucking, like, you couldn't, like, handle it yourself? Hall know, does man. seem... I don't know. If you, like, listen to Hall talk, like, any... He just seems like a fucking nightmare of, like, four-dimensional chess of fucking psychological uh, torture. I, I, I could I could see him just fucking ruining people's lives. In yeah, the but, like, he was probably just bringing ways. up hair metal bands to Jericho. Sure. Jericho's just getting so pissed off. and like Not knowing the references. Me? <laughs> I don't know that band yet. I'm still learning. I don't like White Snake anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's... How's there's Tawny? I haven't talked to her in ages. So many oh, possible... Oh, oh, that's great, Scott. I, Chris Jericho being the the butt of the joke for for the click is, you know, I mean obviously Triple H got the last laugh on that. <laughs> you <but>. faggot! <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I was very proud of that. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, it's three in the morning. Okay. Um, Lee Marshall's here. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, AWA representative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hokuto. Hokuto. God, I'm, it's so late. Um, Hokuto. 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 Yeah. Just say it however you want. It's yeah. Great. She's real nasty in this. She really is. She does lots of uh, choking and stomping. She uses the ropes. She hits a snap fucking pile driver out in it, like, you know, for no reason early in the match. She's biting her toes through her ASICs. Um, yeah, and then she's doing hair mares. The hair mares are sick. Um, she's shouting in Japanese, and one of my favorite things in American wrestling from the '90s specifically is when a Japanese wrestler would, or any foreign wrestler would shout something. 
And the commentary would say, well, I don't know what she said, but it didn't sound nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck that gibberish was, but she sounds like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> Ludwig Borg is just talking about death to the travelers. Yeah. And Jim Ross is just like, I love Vic Borg. He's, uh, I don't speak Finnish. I don't know what he's saying. He's a character. Yeah. And he's there, like, reciting, you know, <laughs> communist texts. Uh, well, wrestling Adam Bomb. Uh, uh, uh board, uh, he's more of a uh, there. There was a Mark kind you know of guy. He he? A, uh, I don't really know the gimmick uh, that you... well. Oh, well. No, no, no. Well, it's the just... gimmick. He was he was a left wing figure, but the real man, Tony Hall, and they like had it like a not had like a fucking swastika tattoo and shit that they had to cover up. According oh, to I guess Jim I've Ross. heard that. I have heard but that. But Jim Ross could be lying because Jim Ross is a weasel. So yeah, but all you know, testament to the man's fucking abilities as a as a character i would have never guessed that guy was a nazi <laughs> oh, okay um it's just scott hall going up to tony hall man doing hey, okay you will say yeah yeah <laughs> just, Con- convincing waltman to no goose step in front of him <laughs> it's always funny scott it all it's always funny kev yeah, you never see it coming <laughs> yeah there aren't Peter, enough Nazis what in are wrestling you doing? anymore. There You're really are. You're not talking about gay. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um. Anyways. Hoko. Hoko. Oh, fuck. Hokuto. <laughs> Lee Marshall talks about how, how Wendy Richter broke uh, Medusa's leg or some shit ten years ago. Dislocated her kneecap. Yeah. Yeah. Hokuto was. Um, Acutely aware of this. Yeah, and this becomes a focal really point of the match. He's putting the match over. I think he's doing a great job. He does he's, do. He's, he's a goof. And it's a good match. It's a good match with uh, a, a I really focus. love this match, actually. I think it's a... Uh, I think it's it just it's just a classic main event style. Like, it feels like a huge match. It's and longer the than work... the WWF matches, I feel like. A little yeah. bit longer. It yeah. feels like I it's got more parts. Like... Uh. Yeah, like... You know, I mean, Medusa's throwing some crazy punches. Like, the best punches she throws, I think... Is there is there work? But they also look just like that her boxing combo in the corner. Yeah, and then like yeah, there's a the couple hard shots. Toe, which goes with the uppercut, which just yeah. looks redu- just disgusting. Yeah, these are the, like, like these are the same fucking punches she she threw in the boxing with the boxing gloves on, but now that's bare knuckle and it's at the Great American Bash. <laughs> their work style, as opposed but she, to just she like, lands a couple hard. Is. There's a couple that really oh, smash. Yeah. Um, and she throws a bunch of kicks too, um, like you know those those fucking high kicks to the chest are really something. Um, but yeah, she fucks her own knee up doing a stupid ass double axe handle off the top, um, which was foreshadowed, right? Or was was that foreshadowed by Marshall? It was already. Uh, Hokuto was already starting to work Working on it. Lag. Okay, but then. What basically happens during the match is every time Medusa tries to rally and have her little uh, babyface comeback moment, she goes for some sort of big offense to destabilize Hokuto, and it's like it always inevitably ends up reagitating her issues. So at one point, she tries to go for like a uh, a backdrop, and she just gives. Oh, it's, out like, a, it's like an away. atomic drop. Yeah, that's right. that's yeah. great. Where she falls over. She she does a great job of doing the selling and then still hitting some of her moves. She hits the handstand Frankensteiner. Um, 
after struggling to make her way to the corner, and she hits the fucking best power bomb. Um, oh, it's a great power bomb. But she does it, you know, she's hurting when she does it, so she's selling the whole time. And it, she's, this is like, honestly, I've put over her selling a bunch, uh, all through the night, but like, there's the point after she's getting like the boots really taken to her by Hokuto and she's, the camera just zooms in on her and she looks glassy eyed. Like there's like, if you didn't know any better, you'd think she was shoot concussed. And to be fair, maybe she actually was, but you know, she's just like delivering all time, uh, desperation faces here. Well, there's, yeah, there's a part late in the match where Hokuto is, like, standing on her knee and, like, just punching her in the in the knee, you know. Um, and, yeah, and Medusa looks like hell. Um, Sonny Ono is good here, even. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Everybody's bringing the reggae. So, uh, he's not hamming it up or trying to be, like, <laughs> doing his, like, bullshit. He's just, like... Uh, well, I'm fucking winning this match. For he nails the timing my client, on a, baby. He breaks up a German suplex pin or something. Um, yeah, he nails like, the timing on that. You know, he's and he gets a lot just, of shit. People hate him for obvious reasons, but yeah, he's pretty. It's good easy. Here. Plus, he also like like dicking people over on on bookings. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. Plenty to fuck to over him. John Ford on a great and Brett Lauderdale on a great mood of booking. That's funny. Okay. He didn't. He didn't fuck over uh, Thorne. He, he threatened to uh, like. He threatened to uh, send people after Thorne because Thorne was able to book Ultimo Dragon directly and not okay. through Sonny Ono. <laughs> That's also funny. Yeah. That's still funny. Don't you yeah. agree? Oh, absolutely. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. <laughs> the uh, seeing uh, Ultimo's like handler, this like sixty-year-old woman, Japanese woman. Um, at at uh, AW LaSalle, Denny Daniels. Um, that was really something just to watch the dynamic of him and his like uh, autograph line. God, you can no. tell that's a fine tuned machine. We got to see the autograph line at uh, the Lucha Expo. Yeah. The most yeah. important part of that was when the girl nearly got fucked up, uh, the, little, the little girl nearly got owned to death. As the as the dad was trying to get something signed by Ultimo Dragon, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a lovely story. <laughs> I love I love watching just people ignore their families at wrestling shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's good yeah. stuff. Um, I kept an eye on all of on where my family was at all times. Uh, yeah. I'm doing it right now. I'm looking right at your door, Misha. Hi. Got to be careful. Wrestling shows so are full creepy. of undesirables. Hi. I'm right. What the fuck am I going to be looking at? I'm like literally looking straight ahead. I know, but like you're just like I'm watching your door right now. It's just like yeah, think bitch. about I'm in your house. Of... Yeah, yeah but... literally no. am. No, because it's your house. I'm yeah, because you sleep in my other room. You remember from Lost Highway? Yes. I'm there right now. All right. Well, um... Medusa. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she beats her. She beats her with the fucking Northern Lights bomb, and Medusa is forced to retire, and. I was kind of shocked. I, I guess I didn't know this was the when they announced that I was like, "Well, Medusa's obviously going to win this," and then this is basically her her last match. I mean, it feels like they so she gets her shoulder up kind of in the pin, right? I she totally eh, does. They didn't sell it, but but I don't think it matters. I think yeah, it, was well, like they, it like might not matter, but maybe she's protecting like, herself a little bit. You know, maybe she's yeah, you know, doing a little Hogan. Um, well, Hokuto's not going to give a shit, so... Yeah. And then this title is dead. It never... It's never defended again, ever. Never once, ever? 
No. That's great. Eric. Yeah. Eric. The crowd is bombed. Um, Madhu said, like, cuts like a sad nothing promo at the end. And nobody wanted to see this in this way. It's an ignominious end, but it's like, it's it's a good match. It's a really good match. It's a great did, match. It is, it is a very good match. Um, what, did she just want to retire? Was she just done? Like, what is... Well, they're also, like, talking about her, like, trying to launch, like, a boxing career. So maybe she felt like, eh, I gotta prepare myself. And it's like, I have no idea if that was real. It feels yeah. like she might have tried to get on the pay-per-view market like that. But, you know. If my uh, if my memory serves right, it was basically that um, around this time, Bischoff was getting a lot of pressure to uh, push like the Nitro Girls instead of Medusa, and obviously Deuce didn't fit in that model since she was older and all this other stuff. Which is why when Medusa has like the brief return run, doing all the novelty valet stuff for the shit with. Evan Courageous, she comes back and it's like even longer hair, lips done, tits done, everything. It's really just like kind of a a desperate uh, ploy to hang on mm. while, you she know. Hadn't, like, she had her tits done in like the mid-90s though, right? She's had her tits done a few, like a times, few times, which okay. she's been open about. I mean, no, yeah, but, no no judgment. I love. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just like, it's a, it's, <laughs> I'm all about you know, it. it's a, it's a scalular process. But It's a uh, scalular process. But so, like, <laughs> she said, basically, that it's like the whole uh, – the plane had completely changed. It was fully in that sort of divas era where it yeah. was like, you know, like girls in bikinis, et cetera, et cetera. We've heard it a million times. But it's just like for her, she's just like – she'd done all this work to try and make this thing happen. And it just – despite the fact that wrestling was in an even better position than it had been in for a few years – the women's wrestling industry had basically been completely yeah. leveled and it would remain that way for um, on and off for many a good few years. The boom period of wrestling in North America happened and women were not a part of it except for as Sable, you know, fucking just tits. Yeah. Tits and ass. That's all it was. Um, which it's I, like I mean, Stephanie McMahon deciding I want to uh, do some of this wrestling stuff. For anything to happen. Well, we like, owe her a incredible. lot. She, we, you know what? We should, we should really thank her daily for what she's done. I, honor, I mean, unironically, like, absolutely. The, the Young, Divas era is her. hers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, she deserves no, you, credit for the Divas. We are joking, any... but we are also serious. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, like, the, the, I mean, 2000 to 2003, 2004, that's a fucking good women's division man like that's undeniably good it yeah, just sure. also they like, don't get time just... to do any of it there's no there's no matches because they never get a chance to really do it it's like two minutes on yeah, they get less than maybe. they got in 90 and then blaze got in 94 95 it's crazy it's, oh, yeah. it's fascinating too because there was like one of those dinner for threes and it was uh medusa ivory and molly nora and like the whole time like deuce is like just like both of them are like just like extremely giddy to be around molly holly who's just like this really polite christian woman like yeah mm -hmm, absolutely and they're both just like talking relentlessly about like you know their boyfriends having like limp dicks or whatever the fuck these two psycho hags this is on the the wwe network that's great 999 maggle 
but um <laughs> yeah and like medusa is just like uh if i had only been able to hang in there a couple years more and if i could have wrestled you i would have been so happy and that's like the kind of the uh the cruel irony is that at that point like she couldn't commit herself to this anymore and a little while after there would actually be a division of people who she could have been able to finally work with. Yeah, it yeah. was going to be two-minute matches on metal or whatever the fuck, but at the same time, it's like the the whole like, – the, the possibilities of like Medusa versus Jazz or Medusa versus Molly or – Whatever the hell is just really Medusa enticing. Medusa and Lita, Medusa and Trish. I mean, they're you know they're they're lesser, but but still, that would have been interesting dynamics. And maybe Medusa, if Medusa's there and she's got the tenure and she's got the name value and she sticks around, um, maybe she turns that like it, it becomes a more like a, a real fucking thing. We have these big matches now. These you know this incredible women's division in WWE and, and, and elsewhere. Maybe it happens a little sooner, you know, if she sticks around. Yeah. And hey, she's still extremely passionate. Her versus Victoria. About... Imagine that. Ooh. Fucking a, I mean, she's like, she's basically her and bull are, uh, between the both of them, the liaisons for the whole stardom WWE relationship. And she was like, managing Shotzi Blackheart on a women's indie show while Bull was managing Chris Wolf for this weird little That's cool. feud series uh for a couple day a couple years ago. And it's just like, you know, like you can tell she still likes wrestling. She's not like super into it. Like she dips and dabbles in and out. Like she was um I believe a commentator on the NWA like last year or whatever. But She's still around doing the NWA thing, as far as that's I know. Cool. She was in the women's uh, Rumble thing, right? At some point, wasn't she? You know, was she in the Rumble? I think it was the women's, the women's... Uh, evolution thingy. Yeah, still, oh, still there, were, there was like sick, a though. battle royale, but she was in that. Yeah, she was in one yeah. of those things. Um, so she's yeah, she's cool. She seems very proud of her Hall of Fame status. Uh, you know, I don't know. Cool. She's apparently uh, she's writing a book for like next year, and if she, I just need to buy it just in case she actually like names names on which young girl that she had like <laughs> uh, you know maintaining the carpet, you know. Yeah, keep it vacuumed. Um, it's a bummer to end the show on such a bummer match with a bummer ending, unless if we want to do this. If you two can queue it up. I am right on it. We do have one more thing that I found that I would like to watch. Um, After she retired. I'm so glad you found this. Yeah, I I watched a few clips to find the right one. This is short to the point. Shows some some action. Um, After she retired from wrestling, she became a... uh, Monster truck truck. (laughs) World champion monster jam performer... uh, Monster Wrangler. I don't know what you call him. <laughs> She's just a monster truck driver. She's a makes monster one of the truck great, driver. Arguably one, makes her uh, one of the top five two-sport athletes in the history of professional wrestling. I think you, that's fair. You would identify first I as think a professional that's fair. wrestler. I think that's totally fair. I think she's up there with Buford Pusser for sure um, for two-sport athlete. Um, are we ready on this? Yeah, I yeah. got it at uh, ready to start whenever you are. All right, three, two, one, go. Ready? 
Yeah. Three, two, one, go. So this is from the 2002 Monster Jam World Finals. Las Vegas, baby. Some people call it Lost Wages. <laughs> uh, you want a teacup, Chinatown? Tea bag, Chinatown. What is it? Tea bag, Chinatown? You want a? Oh! For that in a slideshow. Master Cylinder. Master Cylinder. Misha, did you ever watch Frisky Dingo? I can't recall if I did. Oh, look at that! No, she's in that truck. We got jam time clock on the on there. Minute fifty four ticking down. She's goes, tr- just down right through that. Now thing. I don't know the rules of monster. Have you have you ever been to a monster well, truck rally? I've been to rallies, but Siobhan's the only one of us who's working with. Yeah, there's yeah. racing and then there's freestyle. This is freestyle. This is freestyle. Right. You just go just out. Point. And just like, yeah. Well, you get like a fan judgment. Oh, that's how the X Games should be. Now watch this. Now they mentioned here in commentary, we're talking over it, but they mentioned how these are new cars, which can lead to a higher degree of difficulty to, go, to drive over them in your monster truck, but also leads to sometimes more spectacular moments. And then here, take on that bus, goes over the bus and crashes. And there, right you can see, and, and, and an advertisement for the Monster Jam game coming soon to Game Boy Advance. And Hell it looks yeah. like she's out. I may have had that game. She's but she's okay. She's all right. She's but she's also like banging on the. She's pissed. The trolls. This is like, like when she lost to Hokuto. She's very similar. This is, Look, she's mad. It's like something out of a movie where she's just slapping the dashboard. Like, come on! And they're playing "We Will Rock You." And you know, the United States Hot Rod Association. I feel like. It's there's not a lot of stories that end in a triumph like, you know, they they quit wrestling. You know what, Danny Havoc. There's no monster trucks in his late career, right? I mean, maybe, maybe there was. Um, who, who else? Who else? Uh, who else had a tragic end that we've talked about? I never saw Marcus Crane in a monster truck, you know? Right, right, sure. Uh, the Destroyer, God bless him, but never did that. I've never seen the Destroyer crush a car um, or crash into a fucking wall. <laughs> um, it's She's a she's a multifaceted individual. Um, you find me the, uh, the promo of her uh, shitting on Chono, right, in Japanese? In Japanese. Yeah, you got to send me that. We'll put that in here somewhere. Oh, it's in the uh, it's in the playlist for sure. But I'll link you directly. All the promos are in the uh, all the promos. Her going like extremely Joker and just talking about to uh, in the LPWA. She's Bonnie like Blackstone. I don't I don't toy with my enemies. <laughs> I punish them. Sounds good. Just, Complete like school shooter shit, you know. Her in all these weird like jumpsuits, being oddly formal, talking about how Rick Rude will annihilate people. Uh, like, there's tons of stuff. On yeah, YouTube. the Dangerous Alliance has probably tons of good promos that would be good to go back to. I mean, you know, we didn't even touch on that. She's so good there. Mm. She takes her shoes off, climbs on top of the cage. You know, we just kicking first... Ricky Steamboat in the in the back and just fucking him up. Yeah, yeah, she's she's done it all. Um, not Ricky Steamboat. 
There you go, Vivi. Did uh, Siobhan, you don't drive. No. Uh, Misha, do you drive? No. No. I drive. Let me tell you, I drive. And I love, um, I love like running over shit I see on the road. So when I get to see Monster Truck, like when I get to see like that, I'm, I'm, I'm like going, I'm, I'm into that. This is my shit. Oh, I should, I just subscribed to Monster Jam's YouTube channel. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll just leave that be. We'll just be subscribed to that from now on. Hey, maybe this is the, the, uh, refreshing new detail to your life we have the game we have the game on switch we have the monster truck switch game hell yeah it's it it's barely functional and medusa's not in it but monster mutt is she has left yeah she's (laughs) left she's left the monster truck circuit but she did win a world title yeah no and we're you know i'm really uh proud of her she's got the hall of fame ring and I do think that she is like truly revolutionary, and and I know that's like at this point, it's kind of a weird thing to say, you know. Um, and especially because she came from a time where it was, it was like nothing, you know. Those eight minute matches, compare that to main event of WrestleMania or whatever uh, Ronda Rousey gets to do when she fucks up the finish of the fucking match or whatever. Um, They've come a long way, ladies, women, goyles, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! And I'm proud (laughs) of them. Um, Misha, you got anything to plug? Ribs, ribs. Your ribs. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Uh, That's our sponsor. Yeah. uh, yeah, um, Shout out to. you know, uh, Propaganda 2, my sponsors. Uh, okay. No, but um, I recently tried writing for myself because I've been trying to do things with different people, and oh, yeah. it usually never goes the way I see it. So I'm just doing it for me just to be, you know, semi-productive in my life. Uh, you can find it at um, my Substack, which I'm tweeting a lot on my Twitter, still at Crowleyhead, while Twitter still exists. If you don't get me there, that's <laughs> fine. But yeah, um, I don't honestly remember my URL for my Substack right now because it is three thirty in the morning and I am <laughs> fucked up. But um, yeah, I don't have much going on besides that. I'm just really happy to get back on the podcast because I love talking to you, Bucky. I obviously love dealing with this fool. <laughs> I uh, love. Yeah. I just. I love wrestling for you know being something that's just like it's fun and it just get you know lights up a different uh avenue of my life as far as perspective goes and you know the, the much- chats you get to have afterwards you know i mean that's mm-hmm. that's the thing is podcasting is this weird indulgent thing where we just sort of gush with our own personal opinions but there's not a lot of things that would inspire me. I mean, obviously, Misha, you love music, and 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 you know, I don't, I love movies and stuff like that. But there's not, there's nothing that I feel like I could comfortably talk about for, uh, check my watch four hours, um, and you know, again, women's wrestling is one of those things that I'm not really comfortable talking about. But I watch the stuff, and you two help me help guide me through it, and Tara also has helped me. Um, that is, you know, those those episodes are great. Um, I love getting to do this, and also, you know, like I fucking told both of you i've been in a horrible fucking dark hole and i have not wanted to do this show or anything else 
creative or productive or any any of it. I've just been surviving for months, and it's uh, really nice to do classic three plus hours in the middle of the night with my old friends. <laughs> So Hell thank yeah. you for this yeah. wonderful proposal, Misha. Um, I'm really happy that it did something for you and uh, something for all of us. Like, it gave yeah. me a task. It gave me a goal. It gave me something to look forward to all day. Oh, yeah. So thank you. Um, Siobhan, I'm sorry that... Um, I, I, That's I, what like, it is. Sorry that like, well, I like, don't DM you for like three weeks in a row. You just assume that I'm okay you know <laughs> or you you know you check in whatever yeah. but you know i uh i do want to do the podcast more and i think this is uh i think this is a, a good example of that we are still very capable of doing this insane thing <laughs> three plus hours on medusa has anybody ever done that probably not i don't um, honestly if when you put this up, one of us is going to have to add Deuce just yeah. because it's like she, she she's deranged enough that she'll love every minute of this. Yeah, I don't know if she's like Mickey Knuckles who listened to the show. Uh, oh, but... Deuce will listen to the show. What? She's going to spend more of her time paying attention to Billy Corgan's emails? Fuck that. She'll listen <laughs> to the show. Well, Deuce, if you're listening, uh, we love you. And uh... – we're, we we really appreciate your contributions to not just the sport but to the uh, the the entire gender, as it were. Right? Is that fair? No. All right. Well, no, thanks yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see. At touching blood on Twitter. Wrestling is gross on Instagram. Wrestling is gross on TikTok. Spotify, iTunes, write a review, five stars, five stars only, please. Five stars are one star, as we mentioned, right? We, don't, we, we, we want it to stay solid five or drop as far low as we can, right? Because I'm pretty sure that's how the algorithm works. So if you hate this show, please leave us a one star review. And anything else? Siobhan? I'm great. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. uh, do we have... What's next? Deathmatch Digest? Guess it would have to be? Maybe? I don't know. We might so never... The thing is, we might never record XPW another podcast. is the best promotion in America right now. We could do our it's XPW so podcast where we, we gush about XPW. And, but then again, there might never be an, uh, another episode of Wrestling is Gross. This might be it. So that's how every episode's going to end from now on. Uh, not sure if the show is going to continue, but we will be back in a couple weeks. Um, thank you for listening. Death to America. Death to America. Said, uh, Misha? M- M- Medusa. America. Get it out. Get it out of here. Know. Get out of here. She looked good with her, with the American, with the shiny. I think the you know the American flag dog shit, but if you put it if you put, if you make it glittery, put it on a big pair of tits. I, I mean you know, yeah, America, you know, tits, motorcycles, um, you know what, pulling it out of your ass. Like those are the times when you know the the American flag still has a lot of kitsch value, and yeah. tits always good, always good for kitsch. 
Just ask John Waters. Yeah, yeah. I think if 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 anything's been proven over the years is that the American flag is good for a laugh, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs>